Hi, I'm Connor. And I'm Jeremy. We're the hosts of an upcoming limited series, The Legend of Zelda Games Club, on patreon.com slash superNPCradio. We love the Zelda series to heart pieces. So throughout the year, we'll be covering the mainline Zelda games starting in April, running all the way through November. Subscribers at the $10 DJ Toad tier over at patreon.com slash superNPCradio will get an episode twice a month with some of the best Zoras, Hillians, and Dekus around. Not only are we covering the entire mainline series, but we'll also be going over or other Zelda topics along the way. That naughty little tingle might even sneak an episode for free every now and then. We can't stop him. We've tried. Want a deep dive on the hookshot? It's coming. Fascinated by Zelda clones? We're covering them. Always dreamed of a Zelda space solace? Well now, my Goron brother, it's happening. Check us out at patreon.com slash supernpcradio and subscribe at the $10 DJ Toad tier. We've got a ton of fun in store this year as we explore Hyrule, Termina, Koholint Island, and more. And don't forget, it's, it's dangerous, dangerous to, to go, go alone. alone. Take, Take us! us. to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I am your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and uh, we are coming uh, at you via Twitch today, uh, as well as uh, people will hear this as a podcast episode. I'm, I'm very, uh, very aware, but also people are watching. So hello. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we got a stacked episode today talking about a stacked year full of stacked video games and stacked other stuff. Let me introduce the Zoo Tycoon crew here. They're going to help me get through it. I couldn't do it without them. Uh, the tech master, the 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 twitchster, the 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 he's a regular um, he's a regular all around. You know what? You're kind of like the producer of this show now. It's like Thank who's you. Pro- that's very who's kind. Produ- no, not nah, now. Nah, see, I wasn't. Now nah, I wasn't oh. leading. To get, yeah, I got a different intro for you, but this is going to Connor. And it's McKay. definitely not me who it's he's not, talking about. No, it's not you either, <laughs> July. It's it's Connor McCabe. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good, and I just I can't wait to hear how many polys that these <laughs> graphics have. I just want to hear all about the polys. All right. Not on my watch, brother. That's about how many polys you're gonna hear, Connor. None. <laughs> Zero. Darn. Uh, yeah, no, I realized recently, like, it's like, who's producing who, you know, I produce Call Me By Your Game, but then you kind of produce this live show. You know, you scratch my back, <laughs> I scratch yours. Yeah, it works The great. funny thing about my back is... It's located on your, uh, GameCube. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, and coming in hot, uh, hilarious comedian, and con- and also, content, um, uh, sh- uh, content whiz... Uh, was one of the best in the biz, one of the best video uh, videoers in the whole <laughs> in the biz. Truly, we have Jake Sprague. How's it going, pal? It is going great. Thank you for having me. Uh, big game guy. Been playing long time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's good to have you back on the show, Jake. Uh, we're very lucky to have you, and so super excited Agreed. to get you on this particular episode um, with so much. Uh, great, uh, you know, video game content stuff that came out. So it's such a long time ago. I'm sure that we all uh, remember it uh, vividly. Um, this, I mean, this is why I didn't get children on the show. I guess because children wouldn't have a memory of this year. 
That's you know? a great point. Yeah, they, they they're too young. You were yeah. gonna and, uh, finally break the great children drought of video games a comedy show. <laughs> Next week, when I, it's we're doing 2011, I'll have a couple of kids on. The fans have been asking to bring a child on the show, Jeremy. <laughs> I mean, a even a tween, something. Yeah, something. something. Yeah. yeah, a Gen Zer for sure. A Gen Zer mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I'm just happy that you found an excuse to finally bring kids on the show. It's really, it's really good. I've been looking for one for a long time, and of course, that hilarious, uh, funny, funny guy coming in hot. Uh, also, oh, exists. That was very in the, serious. That wasn't funny. I, I just wanted to exists state a fact. in the video game podcasting space out there, flying around. I believe in his show right now, he's stuck inside of a video game. If I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, mm-hmm. that is July Diaz. Hello. July. Wow. So hey, it's true. beautiful. There we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, July, to give, give us a little status update. Where are where are you exactly in your show? Or where are you coming to us live from right now, I guess is the good setup way for this question. Because right. when you, you did a co-op episode recording that has yet to come out um, with uh, with friend Mike Steele, uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Jake Sprague. Um, uh, and you were coming to us from the coffee shop in Persona 5. So I'm really interested to see where you are now. Uh, yeah, right now I'm currently in the um, Walkertown, USA. It's a very snowy uh, uh, British uh, uh, place. Uh, a lot of British folks that I've been Ooh. running oh. up to. Uh, and the walkers are a sort of a type of zombie, uh, mm. is what I gathered. Uh, so mm. I'm currently there right now. Wow. Okay. Interesting. I'm having a tough time un- thinking of what game that is. And you've given me like all the clues. You know, I did too. I did yeah. have a tough time. I think it was more of an adaptation of a TV series, The Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, oh, the British thing, it all kind of yeah, makes yeah. sense now. I was like, why are there so many Brits in the US? England, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Love that. Well, uh, we are talking about the year 2001 today. Uh, last week we talked about 1991 and next week we'll talk about 2011. 2001 though, probably going to be the highlight of this run. Uh, after reviewing just about everything that came out this year, I'm kind of stunned, shocked, appalled even. This is too many games. It's like, what was the economy on fire? (laughs) It's like, geez, like, why are we producing so many games? I was just saying, yeah, I was saying something. I mean, yeah, so I'm sure maybe we'll cover it, but yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Mm hmm. Well, anyways, I I was I was I don't know what he's referring to. I don't know what he's referring to. I don't know. No, I'm sure we'll refer to it, folks. Well, let's just wait till we get there. (laughs) Look, look. Okay, Uh, we're we're gonna keep this light. We're gonna keep this episode light. Yes, we will talk about 9/11 at some point in this episode, but that's not what I meant. But Uh-oh. we are going to. Well, I'm just really like, why. I, There's I'm no more, games about I'm that. More, I'm more talking about for the listener. You know, I'm sure that because you know, last week we talked about you know what we were doing in 1991 and you know different world events that happened, and I kind of set myself up <laughs> to have to kind of address it. But you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure we were all alive back then. We all have uh, memories of 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 9/11, and uh, but beyond that, we also have memories of the Nintendo GameCube. So I mean, true. Yeah, you know, pick your poison there. Um, Connor you have to McCabe. choose between those two. <laughs> well, I know which one I'm choosing: the GameCube. <laughs> July, let's start with you. What have you been playing? 
oh, you know, the classics, uh, Smash Brothers, uh, which, by the way, I want to give a quick update on that. Okay. Uh, this week, I think it's probably the most non-toxic uh, hey. session of the game. And I got to say, there was one absent member. Jack Gilbert wasn't there, maybe. Jack Gilbert wasn't there. <laughs> maybe that was the reason. Hey. I'm giving you that for a non-toxic gaming session, July. That's good. Oh, thank you. I thought that really was for name-dropping Jack Gilbert uh, once again. No, no, no. This, this is for name-dropping Jack Gilbert. Okay, great. Which, yeah. by the way, he'll never come on the show. I got confirmation from him. He, he, he never will? He doesn't want to do any podcast, it seems. What? what? That's Who smart. is he, Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> come on. Yeah, Seinfeld's been on WTF. Oh, that's right. Larry David. Who is he? Larry David? Uh, Larry David did Kevin Pollock's chat show in like 2010. <laughs> All right. Well, July, uh, so you've been playing Smash Brothers with your friends. I Non-toxic. No Jack, though. Exactly. Uh, some Rocket League. A, a lot of the social online gaming stuff for me this week. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Th- those are the things that I'm doing. Did you learn anything new about yourself or your friends while playing? Uh, I guess I really love my friends, and I don't know why I'm so mean to them all the time when we play. And uh, I've just grown in a, a you know, a admiration for having something to sort of bring us together and uh, uh, keep in touch every week. That's amazing. Wow, it seems like Jack didn't only bring toxicity, but his absence brought healing as well. Well, I don't want to give him that. I don't want to say that he his absence is sort of healing. I, I, those are words you're putting in my mouth uh, and I disagree. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Connor McCabe laid on us. Have you been playing video games? I have been on playing good video authority. Games. You have, I, I have on good authority that you have been. Your authority will not let you down. Cause I am playing video games currently. Right. Um, this second, right at this second, I'm kind of a multitasker. If I'm not multitasking, I'm not giving it my all, so I kind of always have to be doing that. Um, I uh, am just so deep in the Zelders. Every time I come on here, it's just going to be like an update on how my consciousness is sort of just like morphing into the different worlds of Zelda and those adventures. It's Mm -hmm. kind of all I'm seeing, all I'm Mm -hmm. becoming. Um, And uh, last we spoke, I probably had finished A Link to the Past or so, but now... I'm playing through both the Nintendo Switch 2019 version and the Game Boy Color version of Link's Awakening simultaneously. Um, Hmm. And this game is skyrocketing up my top Zeldas. I've got an active top Zeldas actually going. We're going full out. Really? Are you using some sort of system to keep this all in order? No system, just a document. Um, which I no, technically I mean, that's is a part. What I meant, though. Seems like a system. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's more of yeah. just like a, a virtual <laughs> piece of paper, less of like a working like ranking. But system. are you assigning numbers to them, or are you just ha- what's the on only this piece number, of paper? The only number assigned is its ranking. There's no like score <laughs> next to it, so it's not a system. It's more of oh, what just is a the list. ranking? To, how, is it a number that you're using for the ranking? <laughs> Uh, yes. The number's random, I guess, is the question. Because <laughs> yeah. if they aren't, there is a system in place. Yeah, you know what? They're not random. random numbers to the Zelda. They're, they're not random, and I'm not going <laughs> to see it on this one. Uh, it's not a system; it's a list. And this one is <laughs> skyrocketing, skyrocketing. Up. It's a list with numbers. 
The list with numbers, yes. So okay. wait a minute. Um, what, is, what is what is this out of? Or have so you even gotten is, there yet? This is like, the, like how many out of ten, out of three? So I have them all listed, but there's like five or six I've never played, so those are not really ranked. Those are below the list. Oh, um, you're just ranking them in order. You're not yes giving for them my like, my personal favorites. Mm. Um, ah. And uh, so I think I finished ten of them in total. Wow. Um, the newest one I added, obviously, was the original Legend of Zelda. But yeah, it's skyrocketing up this list, as I've said before. Majora's Mask is sitting at one. I'll give a top five right now. Majora's Mask is sitting at one, and this tit list will probably change throughout the year. Yeah. Ocarina of Time is number two. It's the one I've played the most. Third sits Breath of the Wild. Fourth, actually now, newly 4A, A Link to the Past, and 4B okay, there's is Link's Awakening. Okay. But Link's Awakening used to be five, so they're tied now, and it might pass it. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's quite a system you got there, pal. Can you know, I ask you... Where you put number two? Uh, the Legend of Link for the NES? Yeah. It, I've never played all the way through it. It's I've not, probably not played. I've, I've, the adventure <laughs> of the Link, name excuse of me. The Legend of Link. <laughs> the Legend of Link? <laughs> yeah, the Legend of Link he, on the NES. Anyway, sorry. The Adventure of Link. Uh, uh, I barely, that's the one I've played the least. I mean, it's tied for the least. I, there's a couple, I guess, I haven't turned on before, but okay. I didn't really enjoy it. And I, I might not take the time to play it this year. Thankfully, Jeremy's covering mm. it for us, so I. I'm oh not yeah. To it. <laughs> Don't um, you worry. I played through all of it, so I'm pretty. I can't wait to do that episode. I have a question for Connor. Sure. Where do you rank uh, the journey of Link? The journey of Link. Ooh, <laughs> it's also in that same category. Like I've started it, but not really gone through it. You know. Got it. Ah. Got it. Yeah. 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 Um. Great, Jake Sprague. Hi. How have you been getting on in the video game space? I've been getting on great in the video game space. It's mm. been a really positive area for me for a lot of my life. Uh, recently, I've been playing a few games. I've been playing Loop Hero Ooh. for PC, yep. which is a really awesome indie game. And I've been playing uh, Outriders that just came out the other day. I started yes. playing that. And that's uh, equal parts great and one of the worst things ever and uh <laughs> what makes what it one of the worst things ever because mikey stevens is a huge champion of this game he's been begging me to jump on it i'm thinking about doing it because it just came out but what 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 would you say is the worst part of it uh this story and characters everything in the world is absolutely terrible they're the yeah. worst people i hate great. them i hate great. every moment you're talking to someone <laughs> i don't know i'm not sure what they were even going for like this isn't a spoiler. Early, early on in the game, you uh, get put into cryo sleep, basically, and you wake up in sort of like a hell future. Like, hey, it's been hell for thirty years, and you see some of your friends, like close friends that you used to know, and they're like, "We don't even have time to talk to you. Everything's so messed up." And then mm. you're on this car with this guy, and they're just like shooting their allies, and they're like, "It's it sucks here. <laughs> it's so awful. Everyone's awful." There was a scene that I was watching where I think three characters in a row got sniped. Like everyone just kept getting sniped, wow. and they were all being mean to each other. It was. It's the worst world I've ever been in, but the combat's really fun. Wow, well, interesting. Yeah, I've heard yeah. it. I yeah, I wonder how it's going to be on the in in multiplayer because um, 
Stevens is really, really charmed by it, excited about this game, wants to wants to get it. He bought it on two different platforms, I wow. think. Wow. It's free on Game Pass. It has cross-play. I don't know if he needed to buy it on multiple platforms. Oh. If it's free on Game Pass... <laughs> yeah, it's free on Game Pass. Buddy, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Um, that's great. Well, Jake, thank you so much for actually playing video games this week. Uh, no problem. Some new video games to talk about, not uh, freaking Rocket League or some 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 Zelda thing. Jeez. Jeez Louise. July, do you think um, he's talking about us? <laughs> um, yeah, did you not hear him? He de- he <laughs> no, I did. I just like <laughs> was almost surprised that he would just do that while we're here. Whatever. Anyway, Jeremy, um, as you were saying? Yeah, so I uh, have been hunting some monsters. Oh, my God. That's so rude. Someone should have... Jeremy, what have I you know. been playing? I know. Oh, there we go. Thanks, Thank Jake. Thank you. Thank you. I've been hunting some monsters. I've been playing a little hunt. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise for the Nintendo Switch Ooh. came out last week. You know, I I buy a lot of Nintendo first party stuff. Um, this is not even that. I don't know what pos- possessed me to buy Monster Hunter Rise, but I have so many games to play. You know, when you just sort of like, you're like, oh, I have so much to play. There's so many games I got to get to. And then you just, for whatever reason, plant your flag in one game and you're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is it. And it doesn't even make sense because maybe you don't even like this game, but you're just going to stick with it because you decided to. That's kind of what I'm doing with Monster Hunter This is how a lot of people begin relationships, actually. (laughs) I'm kind of describing the toxic beginning of like a desperate LA relationship starting. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I... uh, (laughs) I will say that this is a great game, though. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise is really fun. I... um, I'm really enjoying it. There's this new mecha- there's two new mechanics as far as I'm aware um, that allow your traversal like throughout the the Monster Hunter space to like actually be a lot faster and more uh, lively and more exciting. One is the addition of a uh, like a grappling hook that can just grapple into thin air. So it's more just launches you up into the air. And you can do it twice and you can g- actually get more items that you can uh, will give you more ab- more instances of this so you can like chain them together four at a time five at a time wow um and the other thing is a dog a writable dog so you can like (laughs) you can customize this 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 dog and uh, it becomes your best friend and you ride it around the map and while you're on the dog riding towards the monster that's running away from you because that's most of the game is you're trying to chase down a monster that's running away uh you can take eat and do your potions and and uh, sharpen your your swords or your weapons or what have you. I have some questions about this. Yeah, are you playing a really tiny character or really or the dog is the dog really really huge? The dog is big. Okay. Yeah. So it's you, you're you're a full size uh, person, and then mm-hmm. the the dog is more like a dire wolf size ah. dog, like mm. a little tiny pony, like a little horse. Oh. Hmm. Um. Are you sure it's not a horse? I'm sure it's not a horse. It's they're called canines in the Monster mm. Hunter world. Canines. Well, is it just and me or does that sound like a dog and pony show? It's only a dog show, but yeah. <laughs> Said it was like a little pony. I feel like it's, we're getting to dog and pony to- show territory here. I mean, it's hard to argue. It's hard to argue. Yeah. Thank you. Fine. I mean, yeah, you're right. Okay. Okay. Um, but uh, so this, I was playing this game. Um, the problem is that it's on the Nintendo Switch, right? And I was thinking while I was playing, I was like, this looks just okay. Is there another Monster Hunter game I could turn on that maybe looks better than this? Turns out 
Monster Hunter World is that game. So I turned that on for a little while, trying to play some of that. So suddenly I had two Monster Hunter games going simultaneously. Both of these easy 80 to 120 hour games if you really wanted to blow them out. So I'm playing that. Uh, Mikey Stevens, he was going to join me for Monster Hunter World, uh, but he was taking too long. So I got bored and I was like, what other games do I hunt big monsters in? <laughs> so I turned on Shadow of the Colossus uh, <laughs> after that. And uh, guys, all this Monster Hunter talk only to say Shadow of Colossus is a great game. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent time. I and, see how uh, you got there. Yeah. Easily, uh, easily one of the better monster hunting games available. When did that game come out? 2005. Yes, okay. unless the oh, I'm playing the Blue Point remake of it. Oh yeah, though, which I think is a 2016 game. 20. Uh, okay. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Sounds right. Sounds right. So you know, it wasn't bad that we talked about Smash Brothers or <laughs> <laughs> or Zelda. No, I guess not. Um, I'll take what I can get. You guys want to do? Uh, you want to talk some news? You know. Oh. Apparently, yes. July, I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just going to say, I was going to say that I think Shadow of Colossus is the game that Adam Sandler plays <laughs> in the movie Rain Over Me, which is. is about a guy who's traumatized from 9-11. 9-11. Yes. There 2001. we go. I did it. Honestly. Thank you, Jake. I, I just want to say real quick. I give those out freely. I mean, I want to say quickly. Work. I think that this might be the third time that's been brought up on this show. <laughs> the, oh, the rain over me, Shadow of the Colossus <laughs> thing? Yeah, I know. Well, I've done it twice. Yeah. This is my second okay, time bringing yes. it up. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm, I, I do another podcast that's about movies, and um, we, we always change the theme of it, right? Every time mm. we're done with the theme, we change it. So uh, the latest theme that me and Eric came up with is uh, all the films of Adam Sandler and Martin Scorsese. So we'll be taking turns going through both of their film libraries. Uh, and uh, Rain Over Me is going to come at some point. And I was thinking about that when I was going through the list. And I was like, I can't believe um, I'm going to rewatch that movie. Yeah. Like, to me, it was just it was just kind of an insane like idea. Like, oh, my God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rewatch Rain Over Me, which I, I saw that in theaters. Isn't that wild? Wow. I did too. Wow. Yeah. Dang. I was all about Sandler after uh, Punch Trunk. I was like, mm. anything, I want to see more serious Sandler. Give me more. Who else is in Rain Over Me? Don Cheadle. Yeah. Cheeds. The Cheeds. That's pretty War cool. Machine. Have you War, done War Machine? Uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry? Yeah. I haven't. No, no, no. Do you want to be on that one? Uh, No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to host a Sandler. Uh, podcasts in like 2010 or so with uh, somebody who was like a huge fan of Sandler movies and when we did that one it was the first one where I was like okay so the movie is bad for these reasons mm-hmm. and then that person was like we you can't say that you you can't say anything negative about these movies whoa uh, really? we're not we're not going to do this anymore <laughs> whoa <laughs> because they wanted to do that so that they can uh, they thought they uh, they would be able to get Happy Madison's attention, oh. <laughs> so that they can be as, somehow oh. do something in that world. So they didn't want any negative talk. This wow. person was Scott Ackerman. 
Yes, it was Scott yeah. Ackerman. I well, knew the it. Uh, the Happy Madison stuff back in the 2010s, that's the, sort of the dark, that, that, that's a really dark period for Happy Madison, right? That's like the Jack and Jill years. Like, mm-hmm. they're making some real stinky. And they're back to their prime with Hubie Halloween. <laughs> I mean, Hubie Halloween's great. It's I mean, I love great. it. I love it. What? I love it's it. It's so good. That's, I'm excited to revisit Hubie Halloween. <laughs> you oh, both geez. watched that movie? Unironically, I like Hubie watched Halloween. Watched it twice. A lot. Yeah. In fact, wow. uh, the uh, the podcast that me and Eric do, our Twitter handle is Hubie Halloween One. That's so, right. That's incredible. Right. Yeah. Anyway, it's enough bragging about my cool other podcast. How about we talk about some news, starting with some new releases that came out recently? Okay, I'm going to read a few of them off. You guys ready? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How about this? <sighs> Elite Dangerous Odyssey Alpha mm. for the PC. Uh, uh, now, is in the titles or the big, big exhale in the title? Mm-mm. Okay, that was just you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about this one? Disco Elysium, the final cut. Ooh. I'm interested in this. Same. Yeah. Interested, for I've sure. I've never played it, but uh, I think I'm going to get it on PC. Oh, look it at seems you, like a Mr. Mouse and, mouse and clicky mouse adventure. You're the yes. PC man now. It's great. I am the PC man. Yeah, I got a little PC P- laptop. PC man. <laughs> um, okay. Here's, here's something. Uh, Narita Boy. Naruto, Naruto, not Naruto, but Naruto. Mm, okay, Naruto boy. I've actually played this. Um, so really? this came out on. I I didn't know this was a, that new of a release. It came out on the thirtieth uh, of March. It is like a Tron looking two D, like throwback platformer puzzle platformer, uh, retro style. Uh, so, uh, like you're a character who gets sucked into a game. Um, it's on Games Pass for free right now. Pretty good. Mm, wow, cool. Jake, you're an Xbox Series X owner, right? I am. I am now too. And uh, how do you feel about that that guy? I love it. And I think for a few reasons, uh, you know, it's just great having like a giant games catalog that you can download all these things. And I didn't participate much in the Xbox One uh, generation at all. I had my PlayStation and I had an Xbox one for a couple months. Then I sold it. Cause I thought this thing is terrible. Yeah. So <laughs> now I've gotten, I get to enjoy everything from that generation basically mm-hmm. on a console that runs a lot faster and downloads things in five minutes. And I love it. I think it's yeah. so great. Yeah. Um, do you like it better than your PS five? Yes. A thousand percent. Whoa. Yeah. It's this weird. Sucks. It's the worst. Whoa! <laughs> I hate I, it so I much. I think. I think that it's weird. They all seem like they have a, something to offer, right? But man, for me personally, the Xbox Series X is just really speaking to me. Like everything about it is just fantastic. I mean, it's it's what I want. It's like everything I want, right? It's just like all this retro catalog, which is up right up my alley. All that first person stuff. I've never I've never played a lot of Xbox first per, first party stuff. So uh I'm like I'm like look I'm like like ooh, I'll play Morrowind for twenty minutes. That sounds fun, and then never look at it again. You know, that kind of Welcome kind to Morrowind? Yeah, the Steve Carell uh vehicle. <laughs> yeah. How about uh okay, here we go. 
how about Outriders? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a new release. Uh, looks like we also got um, a game called The Binding of Isaac Repentance DLC. Now, hmm. I played The Binding of Isaac. This is DLC for that game. That's you, right. You, Were you asking? You're that? asking us. <laughs> I, I'm reading from a list here. Oh I, yeah. Uh, I have no other information other than the the titles. Oh, then yes, it definitely is DLC. And um, in the original game, you only play as Isaac. In the DLC, you pl- actually play as the Binding. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, how about um, looking a little bit to the horizon here? We've got. Oddworld Soulstorm, which is a nice little segue into our PS Plus games that got announced. Uh, Oddworld Soulstorm being a giant first-party PlayStation game that's coming to PS Plus. Now, here's my thing: is like, does that feel crazy? Does, like, does that feel like a crazy move to you guys to include that in PS Plus? I don't know. It's the Oddworld series has always just been so. For me, it's like such a nothing series. I, I don't care about the Oddworld series at all. It seems like a cool move, but after it's almost like kind of like a retaliation to Bethesda or something like that, that Microsoft did, but it's just so not even close. Right. Yeah. I guess to me, why it felt crazy is not really on the merit of Oddworld, but more like how much they've been showing that game at every digital event mm. and then it's sort of like bug snacks was a similar feeling i got where it was like oh you're just gonna give this away like after all of that hullabaloo um i thought that was i thought it was like sort of sort of wild that but has I, happened i love it a mm. few times it also happened with destruction all-stars once that got delayed yeah same. then they brought it's almost i don't know if this is what they're doing but it seems like a way to hedge your game getting on consoles like you're i guess they maybe decided well maybe this is not going to sell very well and it's going to benefit us just to put on plus and a million people will just add it to their library i don't know i think that's exactly right too because i mean you think back to a game like rocket league that also happened to be an amazing game but it was just free one month on playstation everybody got it the same with outriders right now outriders is a pretty big title and microsoft has it day one on game pass i think we're gonna see a lot more day and date on both consoles trying to fight with each other and i'm here for it i I was gonna say i think this feels like uh the beginnings of like moves in that direction of like maybe our first party stuff just is free like maybe we just start releasing this Hmm. stuff day one on ps plus maybe it's i could see sony doing some bullshit like oh it's limited it's 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 a timed free thing Mm -hmm. um but man if they could just get ps now to any kind in any kind of good shape um in the same way that games passes i feel like I mean, the catalog is there, right? I mean, like all that first-party Sony stuff is really great. I mean, it crushes Microsoft. Their Sony's first party is so freaking good. Microsoft yeah. only has like two games, really. Yeah. So it's Halo and uh, and uh, Fusion Frenzy. <laughs> Halo and Fusion Frenzy. <laughs> and and the Fusion Knack. Frenzy franchise really hasn't <laughs> been doing enough lately. <laughs> they really. They yeah they yeah. Uh, oh, the chat is screaming at me uh, to talk about Balan Wonderworld. 
You guys hear about hear about this? Is it Wonderland? (laughs) That's what the chat wrote. I think it's called. I think the game is called Wonder World, though. Uh, I think it's Wonderland. Okay, let me see. It's Wonderworld for sure. Uh, it is confirmed. It's Wonderworld. Yeah, <laughs> I like Wonderland uh, better. So, Balan Wonderworld. Uh, see, Wonderland. E- even ter- even Terror <laughs> Island corrected themselves. Uh, anyone know anything about Balan Wonderworld at all? I've heard of Balan Wonderland for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it came out. It's uh, <laughs> it's. It's apparently god awful. Like it's apparently terrible. It is a 3D platformer uh, directed by Yuji Naka, who's the the director of Sonic the Hedgehog and Knights mm-hmm. and all those Billy Hatchet Hatcher Billy Hatcher. Um, I think it's Billy Hatchland. Billy Hatchland. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think pretty sure. Uh, apparently, it's trash, and who and Terror Island loves it. Cyberpunk level disappointment. <laughs> That's Mauricio, by the way. Mauricio, you you wonderful man. Welcome. So, look, uh, are we all going to get Balan Wonderworld? Yeah. Can we all make each other a promise right here and now that we're going sure. to play this terrible game together to completion? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. You have to. I've been, I've heard it compared to a like a PS2 <laughs> game that you had to have imported from Japan that cost you like yeah. $150. That's just I terrible. I <laughs> was listening to the MinMax shows episode from yesterday and Kyle Hilliard was talking about how it's the one of the most if not the most confusing game he's ever played like the story is just absolutely as bonkers as it can be but none of it makes sense um this so. is making me want to play it so bad like every <laughs> time someone says something okay. bad about it because okay. I like bad games I don't like good games good games are for losers I think bad games are for cools like me Okay. So I'm into bad games. I want to. I I want to check this out. I don't want to pay sixty dollars for it though. That is where I draw the line. I cannot pay a full price for a Ballad Wonder World. I'm googling Wonderland. It's not coming up. (laughs) Hmm. That's weird. Not weird at all though. Actually, not weird at all. Might not be real. Not. No, it is definitely real, and it's. But it's just not the name of what you're googling. July. Okay. Oh no, I see it. It's right here. Yeah, I'll get this. Ballad Wonderland. (laughs) <laughs> that would be a bold a move for a company world. to make Balan Wonderland and make it really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like what? Because like what the fuck is Balan? <laughs> like what does that part of it mean? Balan. Um, great. Well, uh, the other PS Plus games, I guess, was the um, uh, Days Gone game. Oh, oh, I never played that. Yeah, uh, that. Now that's if you have a PS Five, that's just free for you. But if you have a PS4, it's like a huge, I guess, Sony first-party game. I was really turned off by just the look and everything of this game, especially like in the wake of like Last of Us 2 that came out. It's another like zombie, like yeah. big Sony first-party game. Does anyone have any interest in playing Days Gone? Are Not you saying really? Are you saying Days Gone? Yeah, is that not the name of it? No, that's it. I think yeah. it's weeks gone or something like that. No, 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 no. See, okay, I get what you're doing here. You're trying to make me, you're gaslighting me. You're trying to make me feel crazy. <laughs> like, I don't know the names of stuff, but I do know the names of stuff. I I wasn't super interested when this game came out in general, and it's probably just not for me. Um, <laughs> so I'll let it sit there on that, like, 20 free games list, and and I'll hopefully hear about it from someone else who's a little more interested. I love... Uh, <laughs> Connor, you're just so polite about not <laughs> not playing a game um, 
If I but if I was the developer of the game, I, something about your politeness I think would crush me inside. Just like Good. you know what, I think I'm just gonna not play it and leave it there on the shelf, and uh, someone else can enjoy it. That's I know it's goal. free, but I'll never check it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. You know, Jake. I honestly, I'm really excited that Outsiders is on Games Pass. I didn't know that. It is I'm called gonna, Outsiders, and it is on Games Pass. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play the Outsiders. That's great. Cool. Great. Okay. Well, um, what do you say we uh, bounce from the news, huh? Unless anyone else has any other news. Did was there was there news or was it just releases? I couldn't remember. Oh, there was a little news today. It's very minor, but the Lego Star Wars, so- the Jedi saga or whatever is delayed. It got delayed. Oh. The, Sky- know, it, the it, Skywalker it, saga. The Jedi saga delayed. I think it was so, the Jedi Skylight saga. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but that's it. And you know that's you know a lot of games are getting delayed. I think we're just seeing the effects of last year, and it's sort of understandable. Yeah, it was uh, one hell of an election. (laughs) Would anybody here dare play a Lego game these days? Sure. Yeah, I was interested in that one. Yeah, I'm not super opposed to it, but they are really basic. You play them, and you're like, "This is for a four year old." Yeah, I think my Lego time has gone. Is behind me. I played. Do you? Do you think that Lego games could be in your future over the next few years? No. <laughs> as, a, as, as a father of a, of a young child. Oh. I thought you were trying to sell him. You know, <laughs> what's interesting, I don't know how this is all going to, uh, you know, finally shape out. I know one day this will change, but right now she doesn't participate at all in anything electronic, really. She doesn't do any screen time. Like, she's never seen a movie. Uh, she's a real hit. And that's just, know. like, a choice of hers? Yeah. No, it's not her choice. But, like, <laughs> she'll, like, see our phones. She, like, kind of gets how they work sure, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But we don't have anything around her like that. So I'm, I, it's weird because it's not how I grew up. But I'm almost like, oh, wow, she's doing so good. Yeah. Not having all this With, nonsense. Without all that. That's really interesting. Yeah. Thanks for sharing about uh, making me share share about your parenting today. Thank you. No problem. But she will. I'll probably show her Outriders for sure. Yeah, yeah. She's a real. <laughs> yeah. She'll be an Outriders. Yeah. Uh, outriders. Uh, sure. Less just like different less builds and too. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anything mm-hmm. with a strong narrative. So it's either yeah. great gameplay and action. She'll right. see that or a really strong story. Yeah. Right. For sure. Right. For sure. Well, how about uh, how about some cyberpunk updates? Huh? I guess that's a big news thing that happened. Anyone What's see the update? that? The no. big, uh, the big list. It's honestly, I'm not going to read it here. The, all the patch notes on the on the one. I'll read. I'll read it. I'll read right. it. Do you have it up? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> read it. Okay, the penises are much bigger. Ooh, that the, they they wouldn't put it like that in the patch. Is that notes. at the top of the list? They, they wouldn't word it that way. It, it the is pe- on the top of the list. The penises are much bigger. <laughs> it's in all caps. It's what I'm reading. No, no, no. The, they fixed. Apparently, they fixed a bunch of stuff, but. I'm Cars are faster. Too little, too late. You know. Mm. I think not enough to medium, perhaps, <laughs> because I think there still is a because it's still not even back up on PlayStation. So I think there will be like a hey, we're back. But everyone that I saw talking about this big patch 1.2 is still saying it's almost like this is a buggy now a buggy version of a game that could have shipped possibly Mm -hmm. but we're still a ways away from it being what it was supposed to be what a disaster 
Um, they were uh, apparently uh, CD Projekt Red came out with a big statement about how they're going to start developing games going forward. They're going to be sharing assets between The Witcher and Cyberpunk and being able to develop for these games simultaneously. Uh, to me, it all just sounds like a big uh, who cares kind of a thing. Like I'm so I need to just put something good out. Let's get some word of mouth and then maybe I'll like jump back in because I'm kind of mm-hmm. like I don't know. I bought that game full price. I did not uh, get a refund though. So me neither. I, I did. I got my refund. <laughs> and you still this is a situation where you also still kept the game too. Uh, I don't think so because it was just on PlayStation. So I think they took it from me. They just took it from you. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, for whatever reason, I didn't get the re- the refund. I guess I just assumed maybe it would clean itself up. But I mean, there's like narrative problems with that game too that just suck. Um, I want to go. Uh, my big thought was I actually do want to play this game one day when it's really good. And if I do the refund, that'll make sure I can't keep playing it now. I have to wait for it to come back. And maybe I'll yeah. never end up playing it because of it. But that yeah. was my plan. Yeah. Maybe That's sort of the reason why I still have it downloaded on my PS5. But it is a hindrance because of how little space you have on the hard drive right now and it's and there's not any you can't put any extra storage on it currently so it the only that's like the only game that's there and i can't i can't i don't want to play it yeah it's like a hundred i i just deleted mine today it was it's a hundred plus gigabytes yeah wow. and wow. with the big patch for the big penises it's like 300 gigs every penis that you could possibly have is at least a couple hundred megabytes so it's it climbs, yeah. yeah. The size, the file size climbs. These um, games are way too big now. Even these new hard drives aren't even close to what is going to happen in a few years. Like we're going to be getting the PlayStation Five Plus and the Xbox Series X Two or whatever very soon because these can't even handle it. They can't handle it. I'm saying it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. I mean, you're you're not wrong. I mean, the old consoles came with a terabyte hard drive, right? Like a PlayStation 4 Pro. Mm-hmm. And the PS5 comes with a terabyte? That seems like a huge, grave mistake. Um, that's actually an interesting thing you brought up, too, is like there's a... I think we talked about this last week, but the whole Call of Duty fiasco oh, yeah, with worse. file sizes is another new big news thing where they're like hey big update we're shaving some file size off of these uh because apparently now you can't have i guess what is it both you cannot install call of duty on a base ps4 at this point and i think that it's, goes for the xbox series s as well yeah that's wow, how big really that's, how that's big crazy it, is. Yeah. Yeah. it does not have enough space mm-hmm. so if and you it's had, still if you, yeah. so buggy that's the crazy thing about yeah. it. Yeah. If you had Modern Warfare, Warzone, and Black Ops 4, I believe those are the th- three big Call of Duty things right now, You, I think that you wouldn't be able to do much else with your PS5 at this point. Jeez. How big are the penises in this game? <laughs> um, Huge. Oh, well. I guess. They're, the size of, they're the size of a, an AR-15 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yikes. Jeez. Pretty big. Pretty that's, big. Yeah, that's pretty big. It's an understatement. Pretty big. <laughs> I'm over here well, with an MP5. How about we, uh, <laughs> are we, are we, what do we think? Any more news? Yeah, I got one piece of news. Um, 
the <laughs> Mario games were finally ticking off. Oh, of, yeah, yeah, that's right. Mario, Mario 35. Dead. Mario's uh, dead. Rest yeah. in peace. So what Rest does this mean? Peach. We just can't buy the 3D All-Stars? Not anymore. Unless, uh, unless you really want it, then uh, just tell your listeners to reach out to me. Oh. Interesting. What happens if they reach out to you? And then maybe they'll be able to purchase the game, if you know what I mean. Oh. Do you, do well, you have yeah, a I mean, lot, or what? Do you have some? Well, let's just you say buy I have a bunch a, of physical copies? Let's just say I have a one or two copies, maybe even more. Okay, so you have more copy. You bought a lot of copies of the game. <laughs> Did you? You plan on reselling them. Let's just say I'm exactly doing that. Okay, well, wait. Can you hold up? Can you hold up? Hold up how many copies you have. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Oh, he's going to get them. He's not just oh, going to hold up Oh, man, I really hope fingers. this is not a bit. <laughs> I really, <laughs> really hope he he's has He's reaching for something. Okay, here's the first one. Do you uh-huh. see that? Oh, yeah. my yeah. God. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, here's the second one. We're yeah. seeing July hold up a, another case. It could be the yeah. same one. We're not right. sure. There's a Thank third you, one. Thank you, Connor. I forget. That one's definitely when different. When yeah. we're doing visual bits. Yeah, I think he Here's keeps, the fourth what, one. What I'm guessing, I don't mm, think there's like a bunch. The one. Yeah. I think he keeps moving it behind off the camera one? and pulling the same one That's back. a new one for sure. Yeah. And there's many. There's so much more. No, it's okay. I believe you. I believe you. We don't have to see I can confirm three just from what I saw. Then we got the oh no oh, you're gonna pins. see July's pins. We got the pins here. Did you get the the number two ones? Dang! Also? Oh yeah, this is the number twos. You crushed Ooh. it. Yeah, dude, oh. you, cru- you crushed this whole Mario thirty five birthday. That's great. Um, yeah. What else and, went away? It was the uh, Mario thirty five Super Mario thirty five. That's that gone game? now, and you can't play it. Yeah. Um. Eh. The, yeah. Don't care He's about dead. that really. Well, it's I th- news. I think it's stupid so. that they won't sell the 3D All Stars. That's that doesn't. Is it happen. just a, a way to sort of build hype on something like limited time? I don't I actually don't know anything about this. I felt like I kind of heard this and thought, yeah, I'm not going to participate in whatever that is. And now I guess it's over. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like the Disney Vault. Putting it back. Yes. Ooh, fun. Putting it back in the Disney Vault. Well, okay, that's going to do it for the news. Uh, When we return from our break, we're going to be talking all things the year 2001, so stay tuned for that. Hey there, this is comedy person and aspiring cartoon Connor McCabe here to tell you all about my podcast, Call Me By Your Game. Now, video games have a special place in many of our lives. And in fact, you can probably think of one that you'll never forget from your childhood or a specific time. So on this show, I bring on guests to talk about that very thing. We dive into not only what made playing the game fun and what stood out to the guest, as much as we do about what was special about the context of when they played this game. So if this sounds interesting to you, check us out anywhere you get your podcasts, and maybe someday you'll call me by your game. Welcome back to Video Games a Comedy Show. I am your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and today we are talking all about the year 2001. This year took place approximately 20 years ago, as of 2021, by my count. 
and um, it happened to have a uh, a lot of great stuff, a lot of great releases, video game wise. A lot of great stuff. A lot of great stuff. Uh, two thousand one. I remember. <laughs> I remember two thousand one. Um, I'll never forget about I'll, it. I. <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, so like nineteen ninety one when we covered that, like I barely had any memories of ninety one, like oh, actual me <sighs> memories that I could place. But two thousand one, I wasn't even born myself. Well, I mean, that's unverified. We don't know. Until you hold up your ID or something, July, I'm assuming you're at least my age, maybe even older. But um, uh, yeah, a little I bit think, rude, but okay. It's I think a July <laughs> birther. I think, I think, <laughs> I think uh, uh, 2001, it ha- because of 9-11, I think it's, it definitely is like this, like, it's a memory that like uh, we can form a lot of things around. So it's like easier to remember like time around nine 11. Like there's yeah. things that happened before it, things that have happened after it. I mean, we use pre and post nine 11 as like a f- phrase to describe time in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Colloquial we. So um, for people who don't know what nine 11 is, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like BCAD. Right, BC80, totally. Um, yeah, so a huge tragedy uh, uh, in our country. We, uh, I can't I believe you need to talk about this, but go ahead. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I don't really want to spend a ton of time on it, but, like, yeah, I was a, a freshman in high school when 9-11 happened. I remember being taken home from school that day uh, and jumping right back onto my PlayStation 2. Couldn't wait to get back to it. Great um, segue. Let's stop talking about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about games. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I guess I do want to hear uh, where everybody was at in their at lives. 9-11? Oh my God, I'm not, fine. Not at 9-11 necessarily, <laughs> but you can talk about 2001. I'll say this. I moved to Texas in 1998, so I, hmm. I feel like I from Los Angeles. So I was... Oh. I was sort of like still putting down roots there. I didn't have a lot of friends. Um, and I remember, oh. st- and I was starting at a new uh, high school in 2001. Oh. And I, I remember being incredibly just socially awkward and super nervous. And, and oh. uh, I, I found a lot of uh, refuge. I took a lot of refuge in video games. I think it was this year uh, because I don't think my parents bought me a PS2 launch year, which would have been the year before. I think it was this year that... Um, Mm. They got me a PlayStation 2 and I think it wasn't even for my birthday. Like I wow. think they just gave I think they September just gave 12th. me one cuz they felt bad that they moved me across the country when I was in middle school. I think they That's were just like, worth it, was like a, it. It was like a make good. It was like just let's give this guy mm. a PS2. Um so yeah, that's sort of where I was at in 2001. Uh Connor McCabe, what what was your life looking like around that time? Um, this was actually a really great year for me. Um, really great year for me. Um, I was 10 years old turning 11 in 2001. And, um, I was 10, 11. Uh, say that 10, again. 10, 11, 10, 11, 10, 11. Um, <laughs> you're exactly right. Um, I was very into two things at this age, video games and sports. Um, and this is a huge year for both sports and video games. Uh, I will talk about the games later, but I was also going from, uh, fourth to fifth grade. Um, but that summer was like, all all I really remember is just paying attention to baseball, 
because um, there was a lot, a lot of crazy stuff going on in the sport. I don't know if that's part of you. I'm sure you have a whole baseball history segment for like what was going on in 2001. I, later, I don't. We don't have enough time to spend on baseball that much. But uh, if you Great. if you have a couple of 2001 facts about I've, baseball, I've got some 2001 facts. Throw for them you out folks. there. Yeah, please. Because um, also baseball season started yesterday, so you ah, know I'm really excited. I'm back hold in. And I got my baseball sound effect here. Ooh. Let's see. Is that a bong? That's a bong, JK. Oh, that's you got me. All right. Um, so this was the the um. Where do I begin? Uh, Barry Bonds breaks the single season home run. Mark McGuire's single season home run record eventually goes on to hit seventy three homers. The night he hits number seventy one to pass Mark McGuire and number seventy two, yours truly was in the ballpark oh, witnessing wow. history. Oh, that's that's uh, great. And I was the only upset person in the stadium because I was a huge Cardinals and Mark yeah, McGuire fan. You like Mark McGuire, of course. So I was the only bummed out person there, but it was pretty nuts to witness that. I got to go to a lot of baseball games growing up, so especially being there for the Bonds thing was crazy. Yeah. Um that happens. Um the uh the season gets delayed because of 9/11 by like 2 weeks. Um, they put the season on hold. So the season finishes in like mid November, as opposed to let the last week of October, um, the Arizona diamondbacks beat the Yankees, the three time reigning champ Yankees, uh, in the world series and a walk off base hit, uh, against the greatest closer of all time, Mario (laughs) Rivera. Uh, pretty crazy. I wish you were talking about 9-11. Oh, oh, was he not? (laughs) uh, Was that not 9-11 talk? Wow. Hey, well, sure I think we can like all agree. Was, uh, we can all agree that if we when, when we see the Yankees get defeated, it's a good day at the ballpark. Am I right? Great. Oh, hey. Now, great day uh, at the ballpark. Yeah, good time at the ballpark. Any uh, any other big baseball? <laughs> yeah, plenty of it actually. Uh, this is the rookie years for both uh, uh, Ichiro Suzuki and and Albert Pujols. This happens to be Albert Pujols' final year. He's retiring after this year. Oh wow! And Ichiro retired a couple years ago. So those two guys were rookie of the year. Went on to be Hall of Fame players. Sweet. Um, Maybe if I engage. Yes, of course. Mark McGuire and uh, Cal Ripken Jr. and Tony Gwynn all retired this year. Oh, wow. Good for them. Yeah, very good. Uh, yeah, crazy, crazy season. Mark McGuire, um, was he the guy who's like going to Disneyland as soon as he got the home run or when he got the... I think that's a Super Bowl thing. It wasn't Mark McGuire? I don't think so because he had more season left. Well, anyway, uh, is, that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of what Connor was doing and what baseball was doing. Is Mark uh, McGuire is that not the uh, I just want to fly guy? No, I don't think so. The I just uh, want to fly guy. I just want to fly. fly. That's um. Oh, that also might be Mark McGuire. You're talking about from the band Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Ray. Okay, sorry. Yeah, the Sugar Ray. July. Leonard. What were you Mark doing? McGuire. I gotta hear. In 2001. 2001. Um, uh, let me see. What was I doing? I was uh, very young, uh, possibly in diapers at this point. Possibly, okay. Probably. No, uh, I was going to uh, ask. Yeah, I was probably like four or five. Okay, or, so you or were seven so you... or eight. I can't really remember. Um, sure. Ironically. Okay. 
Easy, uh, math. Easy math to do. Not for me. Um, let me see. Uh, I mean, this was a, in terms of gaming, uh, a huge year for me. I, I looked up some of the games that came out this year, and there were a, a handful of them that I spent a lot of time. We, we'll get into them once we, you know, we talk. You got to go down a list of games that came out this year, right? Of course, yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, just don't, I don't want to start throwing get, stuff If we out. can get there, yeah, of course. Yeah, but so, some of the things that I want to just point out are uh, Batman Vengeance was a huge one for me <laughs> on the GameCube. Which so you're, is you're going to talk about the games already? Then you're not going to talk about no, what no, you no. Were no. I just want to give you a little tease of okay, like, Batman Vengeance. Yeah. So you know, this is a still. This is my background of the game. Now this so, game mm. is like famously really bad, right? No, it's actually really good. Is it really good? Yeah. Why are you spouting off? A, I want to say it's like I thought it was like on lists. Maybe I'm thinking of a different Batman game. On lists of uh, the good games for 2001. No, probably. And also, what is this Batman punching? Uh, what is that? Yeah, so this is uh, the level where you're uh, looking for Mister Freeze, and uh, Mister Freeze's sort of hench women are there. And this is one of the f- like fun games back when you can kind of do this in a game. Is Batman is just beating like like uppercutting a lady, uppercutting <laughs> yeah a, a lady. His uppercut she- <laughs> is following through. Twice as tall as <laughs> yeah. she is. Yeah. Wow. He knocked yeah. her into next week. So, wow. Yeah. So that's one of the games that we'll, you know, get into. But Great. what was I doing physically? Uh, crying. A lot of crying. A lot of reflecting. Sure. Um, well, you're a baby. Because I'm a baby. Probably wanted my baba or my mama or uh, my dada. Okay. Well, that uh, told me nothing. But uh, Jake Sprague, what about you? What were you doing in 2001? Yeah, huge year for me. Best year. Um, <laughs> let me think. 2001 for me. Uh, let's see. Well, obviously, Tiger Woods won the Masters. <laughs> that was 01. Oh, my God. <laughs> and what else was like big in 01? Ooh, for you Lord specifically. Oh, well, Lance Armstrong, you know, uh, he won the Tour de France, although later, okay. you know, he was stripped of his title, obviously. Right. The right, Tennis right. French Open was won by bitch. some person's name. <laughs> Um, what happened in lacrosse? No, we don't see, we don't need to know that. I was more thinking about you personally. Were you in school at the time? Did you have friends? Were you playing video games? Were you taking a break? Were you having girlfriends yet? What was going on? Um, actually a game that, uh, led to me making a lot of new friends probably the year after this came out. Um, so... There was a big game in here that op- I don't know if this happened to you guys, but every once in a while a game would come out and you would kind of like mix friend groups with another friend group that you knew was playing this game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh, Halo is the game I'm talking about. I don't think I need to just be really secretive about it. So Halo <laughs> is the game I'm a talking about. A lot of about. wind up for Halo, which I appreciate. Um, and that I met a I made a lot of new friends from Halo in a strange yeah. way, and a, and a few other. It just like it was sort of a enemies. confluence of events and enemies, of course, enemies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also in high school, didn't get sent home on 9-11. We just stayed in class. So, really? I yeah. yeah. I feel like that's that might be on the rare side. Does anyone we stayed else in re- class too? Did everyone else stayed in class, huh? Yeah. I, yeah, I stayed in my um, uh, the class where mothers are sort of taught to, you know, how to take care yeah. of their baby. I was in that mm-hmm. class. 
Mommy and oh, Lamont, Lamaz, Lacrosse, yeah, Lamoms, Lacrosse, Lamoms, Lamoms, yeah, L.A. moms. Ooh, LA I actually moms. do have yeah. two things that I wanted to bring up about the year two thousand one. Sure, uh, okay, I'll make them quick. Um, nine and eleven. Ki- Go ahead. Nine and eleven. Uh, <laughs> kick the kicking off of two enormous film franchises, Harry Potter, mm-hmm. and the Sorcerer's Stone comes out on November fourteenth, two thousand one, or November sixteenth, and then. Yeah. Uh, the Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings. Fellowship of the Ring comes yeah. out that December, and wow, this was well, a cra- like this was yeah. a crazy year because uh, yes. so many good video games. Those are huge movies. I yeah. mean, some of the greatest tragedies of our lifetime. It's all a the big baseball year for stuff everything. that I talked about. I mean, yeah. uh, Connor, that was a great segue. I am actually going to run through just a few world events and and Perfect. popular television shows, films, and music of the time, just so we it kind of puts us in the era. It gets mm. us in the mind to be talking about this year as it pertains to video games. Everyone knows George W. Bush was the president during 9-11. He is the president of the United States at this time. Uh, 9-11 was not the only world event, obviously, to take place uh, this year. Uh, we also executed Timothy McVeigh for the Oklahoma City bombing. Um, this is also the year... Oh, 2001 also becomes known as Summer of the Shark. What you, When you said we executed Timothy McVeigh, what did you mean by we? Yeah, the, for the listeners, we weren't there. I don't know why Jeremy decided to use that. I was I'm not using criticism. the royal we describing the United States, the, the, the country, Oklahoma. <laughs> That's interesting, because royal is more associated with Britain, with England. True that. So does the only know royal why? we does it, that I'm talking about, I want to talk about, is the we, W I I. Yes, we. Yes, got it. Uh, anyone want to know why it's called the Summer of the Shark? I'm I'm fine moving on. All right. So <laughs> we've got uh, Shark Tank or something. Enron files for Chapter Eleven. Yes. Bankruptcy. Mm. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah, they, I know. We they, could still have had, them here. No! They hadn't added uh, the Giants baseball stadium, so I remember that. Now, who remembers this? On the heels of 9-11 comes a, uh, like a slew of anthrax attacks. Yes. Does, yes. does anyone remember anthrax? Yeah, yes. it was scary. Every time I opened up my mail, it was just like, is, there, is, yeah. is anthrax going to be in it? So I I don't know. This time is really interesting because we're living in like a, it's just slightly post-internet world at this point, but it's a very young internet, right? Like I don't think that, I mean, the internet had only been around for maybe five years and I think only at this time, I I think we got a cable modem like this year. So it was like a 56K Mm. modem up until this point. Um, So yeah, I feel like that's, that's sort of significant, uh, and just like how we, like like how fear sort of spread throughout, like like this anthrax fear. deal com. Uh, was like it was pervasive. Everyone knew about it, and everyone was scared to open their mail. Um, what else? What else? We also had. There was a lot of sensationalist news coverage around shark attacks. I remember, but Th- that is why Jake Jake. That's why they called it Summer of the Shark. <sighs> right. Wow. Right, right. So yeah, Shark uh, Week. yeah. So Wikipedia goes online in two thousand one. It's a pretty huge thing. Oh. At the same time, Napster is closed down by a court order. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the Mars Odyssey is launched. Apple releases the iPod. 
That's fucking Whoa. crazy. Also, iTunes launches in 2001. Mm. Dang. Uh-huh. Let's go through some of the music that was popping back in 2001. We have uh, the number one single of 2001 is Hanging by a Moment, Lifehouse. Wow. Everyone remember that song? Of course. <laughs> Uh, we have fallen. Refresh my memory. Play some of it. No, I don't. I, I wish I could just do little drops for each one of these. But Damn. No time. Uh, ev- everyone remembers "Fallen" by Alicia Keys, right? Keep on falling. Yep. All mm-hmm. for you. Janet Jackson is number three. "Drops oh. of Jupiter" is number four oh, by Train. What a song! What right? a song! Right. Uh, I'm Real <laughs> by Jennifer Lopez and Ja Rule. Huh? Hustlers. Just walk away. Just walk away. Uh, Close. If yes, if I'm real, walk yeah. away. You just walk away. <laughs> so <laughs> close. If uh, if you're gone by Matchbox Twenty, it's number six. Let me blow your mind by Eve, featuring boop, Gren boop, Stefani. Boop, 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 I was yeah. big into TRL back then, so all of these music videos I of remember course. vividly. Uh, Thank You by Dido is number eight. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, let's see here. We have Again by Lenny Kravitz at number nine, and Independent Woman by Destiny's Child is number ten. Independent. That's, yeah, exactly right. Top grossing movies of 2001, Harry Potter is number one. Wow. Uh, it had a head Avatar? Start. I feel like Avatar is number one. Well, no, no, no. That was this is just of 2001. Just, okay, just of that year. Do you? Uh, but do you think if Avatar came out in 2001, it would have beat it? I think it would have. No, nah, I don't think so. I mean, Avatar. I, th- I think Harry Potter would have would have would have taken it. Still, I mean, I, Harry Potter. I mean, huge. Right. Avatar right. just got re-released in China this year, and it's number one again. Hey, man. It's a good point. It's a great point. Can we and, say Avatar was probably number one and then move every other number down? All right. So then Harry Potter would be number two, making Shrek number three. Wow. Uh, Shrek uh, just beating Monsters Incorporated. Uh, Rush Hour 2. Don't care. Lord of the Rings, <laughs> The Fellowship of the, of the Ring. Uh, number six, The Mummy Returns. Wow. Number I seven. Oh. Frazier. Oh, the <laughs> mummy's back. Yep. Remember that line from the movie? <laughs> Very scary, yeah. too. That You usually get scared <laughs> at stuff like this. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, number seven, Pearl Harbor. Number eight is Jurassic Park 3. Number nine is the Tim Burton Planet the of the Apes. dinosaurs are back. Remember that line from Jurassic <laughs> okay, Park 3? Here's, here's something crazy. Tenth, gross, uh, tenth highest grossing movie of 2001 is Hannibal. Hannibal. Mm, oh. I just feel like Dang. I would have put so many movies. Like the the very first Fast and the Furious comes out in two thousand one. Also, I would have thought that uh, would have family. done better oh. in the box office than Hannibal. But those are the numbers. Um, anyone want to guess? I don't believe him. <laughs> anyone want to guess what the what the uh, the the highest rated television show of two thousand one is? Mm. Friends. Is Friends is probably Friends. still around, right? Yeah. Yes, it dear. Is Friends. Yeah. Uh, number two is CSI. Number three is ER. Number four, everybody loves Raymond. Number five, oh, Deborah. Deborah. Number five is Law and Order. Number six is Survivor. Bum, bum. Seven, Monday Night Football. <laughs> Eight, bum, West Wing. Nine, Will and Grace, which is tied with Leap of Faith. And I guess 10 is Becker. <laughs> Leap of faith. What is that? I have no idea. Sounds it sounds like, like a reality show, but it's probably not a reality show. No, it's, it's an show. American single uh, camera sitcom that oh. aired 
uh, on NBC in the early mm. two thousand. Yeah, early two thousands. Wow. Uh, great. So that leads us into uh, video games. Everyone feel nice and warm. They got two thousand one flowing through the blood. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I remember it. Okay. Good. Uh, Can you so- actually go back? Through the whole <laughs> list again for me. There's I, a huge list of books I could have talked about too. Do you want to do the books? I, well, at my audio, I couldn't actually hear you, so I kind of was guessing what you were saying the whole time. Yeah. Well, you'll have to listen to the episode then later to find okay. out. Okay. Okay. Well, 2001 saw the beginning of uh, two major home consoles and one portable console. Uh, let's go ahead and get them out of the way right now. Starting uh, from the portable, the Game Boy Advance launches Woo! in 2001. Anybody get one of these little babies, little Game Boy Advance? Yeah. I had a hot little baby for sure. Yeah. Connor, I know you're a big GBA head. Oh, yeah. I didn't get it when it came out, which I believe was like May or June in the U.S., um, but I was a big Nintendo Power Head at the time, so I was reading all about it, and finally for my birthday... I, I like got enough birthday money and I do remember specifically going with my grandma to Target and I had enough money to buy a Game Boy Advance and and a game. And so the game I got was Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Wow. Remains Which also released of, this year, correct? Yes, on the GBA. Yeah. Um, um, and it's phenomenal. And, and assuming we're going to be able to do a gba space solace later this year if i'm on that episode you know i'm hunting for that game because it's phenomenal but yeah yeah i got the um uh i don't have it with me but here's a game i'll show you a game boy advance this is not my og i had the um the clear the like crystal clear one the glacier glacier they had a lot of cool colors for it i think i had glacier too yeah it's really great um, um, but I played some other games and I'll get to those later, but yeah, I was very hyped on the Game Boy Advance for sure. Yeah. July. What about you? Game Boy Advance? Loved it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a great system. Although I, I probably spent more time on the subsequent, uh, updated versions of the Game Boy Advance with the SP. Um, mm. but yeah, definitely, definitely enjoyed it. Uh, I think I played, they port- reported a lot of those Super Mario SNES games on Oh, it. yeah. Definitely played through all that. Mario Advance 2, I think, or Super Mario Bros. 2, Super Mario Advance was the first one that came out this year. There you go. Yeah, actually, I think later in the year, Super Mario Advance 2 comes out, too, in December. Dang, two in a year? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But there, keep in mind, they are just ports of the old Mario games. Yes, that yes. Just- Putting on the GBA. I had a GBA in the house, but it was my sister's. I never got one on my own Whoa. because I was in middle school slash beginning of high school and I thought it was for babies. I was that kind of kid. I was oh, like, no, I was like, give me Grand Theft Auto, well, give that's me why I was Metal playing Gear it. Solid. I don't want I don't care about you. I was a baby, that's why I played it. That's why you played it, you're a little baby. Yeah. Um, I, of course, looking back, totally regret that. It was not a console for babies. It was actually a console that like kept the 16-bit era alive for a lot longer and uh, had some really great stuff come out for it and um, is celebrated as one of those kind of... It's not like a super popular console, right? Like it didn't do as well as the DS. It didn't do mm-hmm. as well as the original Game Boy. But, I mean, people who love it really love it. 
Uh, Jake, did you did you have any um, fond memories from around this time about your GBA? And what- if I'm being honest, that's I think that's the Game Boy that was the biggest dip for me, where I was mm. big into the first Game Boy, and then I got mm. back in on the DS. I didn't have a ton of the of like fond memories with GBA, really. Yeah, I mean, until that backlit one came out, I would say it was kind of almost not junk, but it was a struggle to play games on it, right? Yeah, I mean, you right. had the same issues yeah. you had on the color. Like yeah. you had to have a bunch of light or a worm light or be Some, out in the sun. Yeah, I remember having a worm light over a Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> How yeah. crazy. This is before you were born, July. Right. But we used to have little lights on your Game Boy. It was like a reading light, but for... Well, he may have been alive. We're not sure. He may have been alive. I just remembered because you were talking about sisters, Jeremy. I probably had the least amount of time with the system because my sister borrowed it one time and she lost it out in the world. She just completely no. lost it. Whoa. And she was actually a baby. For oh, real. Wow. Like she That's was like, she was like three or four or something, and I was devastated. So that sucks. Did you get a new one later? No. That's why I think I when eventually when like the SP came out, I just got one of those. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was like this for you guys growing up, but I, I relate to that and there was very little money. So mm-hmm. if there was a if something like that happened, there would be no replacement yeah, of not at all. a console or something. Uh, July, the chat wants to know uh, what game was lost with the console. Oh, it was probably definitely one of those uh, Mario games for sure. Oh, not Dang. the Marios. Yeah. It sucks. Th- this console uh, had a surprisingly short lifespan. Lifespan? Yeah. No, yeah, um, lifespan. It, it debuts in 2001, and by, I want to say at least fall of 2004 the nintendo ds launches yeah as as you know it's it's like a third pillar of nintendo gaming but this was a short-lived console considering the og game boy basically had games coming out for for 10 years this game got three to five i don't know what do you mean by third pillar um when they announced the nintendo ds they were not sure how it was going to do as this dual screen system. They didn't see it as a successor to the GBA. Oh, they were actually considering having both portables out. I didn't know that. I think they were hedging their bets that if this thing fails, we'll keep the Game Boy line alive. Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, it took off. And um, and then it was like, oh, yeah, it's the replacement. It also has a Game Boy Advance slot in it. Um, yeah. But that's and that's why they put the slot on that system was to mm-hmm. give it some that insurance. That made sense because I really loved my DS. That like yeah. I feel like I was kind of underwhelmed by the GBA, and then that DS came out, and I was like, oh my god, this is so good. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this is a good segue into another console that came out this year, Connor, um, that also had a relatively short lifespan. Um, I guess actually all the consoles that came out this year had a relatively short lifespan. They did, yeah. However, they were uh, however as great as they were, they did have a short lifespan, and that would be the Nintendo GameCube. So, hmm. uh, Nintendo launches two consoles in one year. What gives, people? What gives? I think it's great. Uh, yeah. yeah, incredible. All right. For let's, me, that was a dream come let's true. Let's move on. Let's sort move of the on. guiding light in that <laughs> like year two, for me. I mean, you got your new handheld and your new home console in the same year. It was 
like that year was like the tw- roaring twenties, folks. It was. It, it was. was the roar. Yeah. Uh, totally. I so I think I had a GameCube that Christmas. I think. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I had a friend who did. Yeah. Did everybody? Everyone get theirs the next year. I never no. got one. I oh, the wow. way it would go in my friend group is like basically everyone could have a console. So I at that point I got an Xbox. My friend Mike had a GameCube. And he might have also gotten a PlayStation and then I was the one who had the N64. So it was just kind of that's how things sort of worked out. Yeah. Um so you had you had the original Xbox, so that was your like main home console. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I bet on it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a bad horse to bet on. I mean, you if, you, to play Shrek. If, if you didn't, uh, <laughs> if you didn't yeah. buy the PlayStation 2, everything else just kind of waffled around in its presence. I mean, like, like everything donkey. else, mm-hmm. everything else had like great stuff on it. Great first party stuff, especially. But I mean, the PS2 beat the hell out of everything that came out. Yeah. It's still the highest, you know, selling console of all time. Um so absolutely destroy i mean this year it's just looking through the games it's just insane how good yeah. it was yeah it's, it was a new uh i mean the ps2 was still very new at this point a lot of people were getting it in 2001 as opposed to 2000 because i think it was hard to find when it first came out i think because that dvd player it made it sort of a sought after item the ps2 Dang. the ps2 yeah um, so let's talk about the GameCube just for a little bit. I think I had one of these at launch. I got, uh, not at launch at all. Sorry. At, at lunch. Chris, uh, Christmas at lunch. And, um, I got, hmm. uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee was the Ooh. game that we got that year for Christmas. That's I, what I got. think that was it. I think, I don't know. Wow. We might've gotten a, a licensed game, like a Powerpuff Girls game or something like that too. But it was, uh, <laughs> it was pretty much Smash smash time in the house and Mm -hmm. man that was a great christmas right like that's a oh the best that's a showstopper right there yeah i mean what a game just me beating santa claus round after round Mm -hmm. he stuck around and played it with you huh oh yeah yeah he definitely did he stuck around uh maybe a little too long (laughs) yeah wore out his welcome Mm -hmm. yeah he kind of like stayed on the couch for like two way too long almost a month into february what a weirdo were, That's weird. were you his last stop <laughs> uh so. yeah he i just think skipped i was the rest of christmas <laughs> I, I think i was the last stop he kind of woke me up at three in the morning uh christmas connor what about Eve. you did you have a uh, gamecube at launch or no i didn't get it at launch which i believe was in november um and it's kind of like how I got the Game Boy the month before. I had also I had somehow gotten enough pooled together money from all of my family members. Like my aunt, one aunt and uncle would send you, you know like twenty bucks. One aunt and uncle would send you forty bucks. Mm-hmm. Through that, and I was able to hoard enough money. I didn't get one for Christmas. I was disappointed because I really wanted it. Um, but my patented best friend of the show, Eddie, did. And I remember him, we talked on the phone on Christmas because I just wanted to hear about the GameCube. And he was telling me about Super Smash and how incredible it was. And I was just like, we basically, this was 
otherwise would have been unheard of, but we convinced our moms to let us hang out the next day. So I got to go over and play it the day after Christmas. Ugh. Um, but I had saved up enough money and we got a GameCube on eBay. Uh, but I also, eBay. I think I've said this. Wow. eBay. Brand new GameCube some, on eBay. You bought, we're on some early ass eBay there. They were hard to find. Um, uh, and I remember I'd even gotten my second controller before the console arrived over that Christmas break. So I took it out of the, out of the packaging just so I could hold it and feel <laughs> what it felt like in my hands. <laughs> yeah. And I was so into it, thought it was so cool, but I did get to go over, I eventually got one before the new year hit. Um, but I got to go over to Eddie's house the next day and, and I've also probably told this story, but the moment that Smash Bros. Melee, uh, opening title started when you see Mario turn from a trophy into like a moving dude. <laughs> I famously said to my friend, it looks like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just it so hyped and I like loved that movie. game. The first one was one of my favorite games. Uh, and so this, this like blew it out of the water in my perspective. So I was so, I was so excited about that and other games. I mean, we'll go through the list, but there's plenty yeah. of other like, a lot of the games that came out in 2001 are some of my favorites of all time for these consoles. Yeah. Surprisingly. Uh, moving on quickly to the Xbox. That is like the final console to come out. Um, I believe it also does come out after the GameCube. I think they're like the same week. The actually. same week or something like that. But <clears throat> yeah, uh, this is Microsoft coming in. Okay, I guess the- we won't talk about me getting the GameCube, but go ahead. <laughs> I thought we did. I thought the, the the riff you did on Santa Claus for like twenty minutes was like part of that. <laughs> Go ahead, move move on. Do you want? I want to hear it. Did you get it that year? Did you get it the next uh, year? Who cares? Who cares? I thought <laughs> I I'm I'm sorry. I I I it got extent, it, It's a, it's part of a larger story about how I went through maybe three Game Cubes because. My sis- good. Why were you talking no, about no, no, Santa no. Claus no, no, before? No. It's fine. It's fine. My, my sister did break my first GameCube, and that was one of the only consoles that I was able to sort of get another one. Is this the same sister who lost your Game Boy Advance? Yeah. Jeez. Wow. How Do you chaotic. have a good relationship she a still? She was a kid. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, you went through three GameCubes. Uh, yeah, I think the second one I, it was the one that I had the longest and it eventually just stopped working from just sheer time use, I think. And then so I, I got another one uh, shortly after that. But that was like after years of use. But that first one was the one that got immediately broken because my sister touched the laser sensor oh. that reads the discs. Which, oh. as Connor's learning, is a famously uh, not well-designed laser on that GameCube. No, no, yeah. it's true. They're starting to give out, folks. Yeah. Oof. Bummer. Not good. Well, uh, the Xbox comes out also this year, so Microsoft is coming into the video game space. They're putting a ton of money and a ton of marketing into it. Uh, how'd it do, folks? What did we think? Well, I mean, Didn't they're still it? around, so it's still around. <laughs> yeah. pretty big. It's pretty, you know? I feel like the first console sold around like 35 million units. It didn't blow the doors off, but it like stuck around enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they fought pretty hard, and... I guess it had to be on the three. Wait, was Xbox Live on the original Xbox, or yes. did it happen with three six? It did, I think right? It Halo, with Halo 2, two and oh. Unreal Championship. I remember those both. 
When uh, did it come out? Did it come out before the GameCube or after? Well, Connor was saying it was like in the same week. So I, some, I, mean, yeah, like I think it was like a before. week or a, yeah. Okay, some cold so, day in November 2001. And I'm not sure if you've noticed this, uh, everyone here, but I what I like about these two consoles is that they represent what their titles are. So the Xbox, it's literally, there's a giant X yeah. on this box. And the GameCube, <laughs> it's sort of a cube. <laughs> Where you can play games on it. <laughs> I thought yeah. you were going to go a different direction. Yeah. I thought you were going to talk about how they represent two different types of gamer. Like a, oh, game, a GameCube is like, even though Nintendo was trying to have a more adult themed games during that time, it's for babies. It's a little for, cube. It's for babies. Cube, kids. cube yeah. for little kids. And then an Xbox was supposed to be more adult for like adult yeah. themed yeah. games. Well, there's Series a giant X on it. Yeah. It has a giant mm-hmm. X. It's green, like the Matrix. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. So, uh, played the Matrix on it for college. Uh, why don't we talk about, uh, Halo? Why don't we? Right? Yeah. Halo is what a crazy, what a crazy launch game that they were able to nab when you really think about it. It's such a massive game. And it's not that it was only because, you know, this happens where you get a console and there's one decent game on it and everybody Mm -hmm. plays it. But it also, it, it wasn't only that. It was actually, a pretty brilliant game that stuck around for years and years. There'll still be more halos. I mean, it was such an important game. Uh, It was an important game in my life, but just it's kind of unbelievable that a brand new console out of nowhere could nab a game like that. When you think of the best launch titles of all time, Halo has to be in that conversation. It's probably not going to be, you know, like Super Mario World or something, but what an insane launch game. Yeah. I don't know. I think it gets close to Super Mario World personally. I mean, not I mean, like yeah. for what Halo represents in gaming, at this point, I think you're still feeling the effects of even more than a Super Mario World in a lot of ways. Like it's the whole idea of like a first person shooter that is got this sprawling multiplayer um, that's connecting everybody through at that time a LAN cable, but then later through Xbox Live. Like that is like I mean, Call of Duty built an empire on what Halo sort of started. So it's it's like, to me, that might be one of the most important launch games of all time, if not the most important launch game. Um, I mean, was the whole it? Halo killer is like about trying yeah. to find games that are apps that would beat Halo because it was impervious. Yeah. And it's weird because it could have just been pretty good. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. you would have had a rabid fan base still behind it. It just happened to be such an incredible game. Yeah. It's also, yeah, yeah like you said, it's really, really good. Now, um, I'm playing the anniversary edition of that game right now on mm. uh, on my Series X. And I mean, what are we like? We're exactly 20 years later and the, the game still plays like a dream. It's still like an incredible experience. And I mean, I mean, Super Mario World is too, but. I mean, it, that's that's really rare for a game of that era as well. Yeah. I mean, the level I, design is still kind of old now. It's showing its age, but sh- definitely you know, the shooting is still great. The physics are there's, still great. There's absolutely padding in the campaign, um, but for what it meant and what it introduced f- to people in the genre of first-person shooters to really finally, at least from what I can remember have a console dual stick shooter yeah. like yeah. modernize that 
but the the group play that we've talked about, the multiplayer through LAN and eventually Xbox Live was enormous. And like you've said, um, it's one of the greatest launch titles ever. But not only that, I don't remember a launch title from a console that wasn't already like this was a brand new franchise. I don't think there's been one that has blown the doors off of anything since then like this. Because, I mean, you get your Marios and your Zeldas, but those are Marios and Zeldas. Like the Interesting. We- I think there is one. Ooh. Uh, and it's Wii Sports. Yeah. Bingo. That's so, great. And which is also like completely out of nowhere. Like it defined the entire console. Basically, it was the whole reason people picked it up. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I agree with you. It's really rare that it's a new game. And now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like Nintendo often has a pretty good launch game. I don't know if Sony's ever had a good launch game. And their consoles usually end up being the best, but I don't know if they've ever started with one of their like massive, amazing, best of the generation games up top. No, they, they suck. In fact, I think the PS5 feel- might have the best launch lineup, and it's still not great. But yeah. like if you consider Astro, Miles, and Demon's Souls to be launch games, that's at least three yeah, good games. Those are pretty great games. So yeah, um, but yeah, no. Typically, it's not good. The PS One, no one knew what that console would even have <laughs> could be by that launch. That launch lineup, like yeah. like what that ended up being was like a Metal Gear Solid machine. Whereas what started with things like Destruction Dirt, I don't know, like just like r- weird, um, weird, barely, barely three D games. Uh, great. Yeah, okay, but to go back to Halo real quick. Yeah. It's probably a game for me that is so good that I've never played any of the campaigns. It's sort of what maybe brought me into just clear, just ultimately just multiplayer gaming. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's just so so many fun, countless hours of playing all the all of the Halo series online with friends. Yeah, and I mean I. I still remember playing in person like that first game like right. through land parties or just or just through four player you know like multiplayer yeah. or playing like two player co-op like that I remember that being a lot of fun too like doing co-op through the campaign um and I met a lot of friends through that too Jake like I actually like you know I'd be invited to like bir- you know birthday parties or slumber parties where it was a halo time Connor you have a really famous funny story about uh getting invited to a a halo party where your dad asked if uh they were cussing. <laughs> yeah. My dad on the way over to Lee Fleury's 13th birthday in September of 2003. Um, it was like a sleepover with a group of kids September. from a different. We were in junior high for the first time. So we were in seventh grade. It was all these kids from a different elementary school. So my parents weren't familiar with these kids or their parents. And so on the way over, my dad asks me, uh, is uh is Lee a cusser? Like that's the thing they were concerned about over here. So can yeah. I I have a Halo story that kind of reminds me of that. Um this was not a cool group of Halo people. These were people from uh the Laser Quest near my house, which is a laser yeah. tag arena. Laser they were like, Quest. Oh, they I were like it. pro laser tag players. One of them, uh his name was Pookie. He was young. Oh, and yeah. he was uh I think he's maybe like a couple years younger than us. And he was having like a big halo night that we organized where we had like one TV upstairs, one TV downstairs. And we ran a land cable and it was like four on four blood gulch capture oh. the flag for hours. It was amazing. We were playing and playing. We played all night. And then I remember at one point we were all there for, for the sleepover and Pookie goes, all right, well, I'm going to head to bed. And then we're all kind of watching him. 
as he walks, like kind of looking back at us into his mom's room and then closes the door. We're like, holy shit, Pookie's sleeping with his mom right now. And he's like pretty old to be doing this. So that's what uh, Connor's story reminds me of. Wow. Is Pookie going into his mom's room. Oh. Wow. Uh, that is, um, that's, that's lovely. Pookie well. sounds cool. He's <laughs> a nice like a guy. Cool guy. Okay, let's go through some of the games now. I, there's uh, there's basically Infinity Games that came out this year, uh, so we will not have time to stop and chat about every single one of them. Uh, so I'm just going to go through the list, and if something really pops out at you and you want to talk about it, go ahead and uh, and then flag it. But um, so starting off at the, at the at the top of the year, and gosh, I'm I'm not even going through all releases. I'm just going through like top top metacritic we just say flag when we want to talk about one of the games yeah just you know just like stop me just do it organically doesn't no more conversation needed does Um, anyone kind of wave or how do you No, i will see because i'll have a web page so you'll just just start i have a little flag like i see i won't because i have a web page open so i'm not looking at you right now okay well yeah 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 um so uh jake you mentioned having an n64 as being like one of your consoles in your little bargaining uh uh as as a bargaining chip uh conquer's bad fur day (laughs) comes Mm -hmm. out in 2001 um Let's see. We have both. Stop, yeah, I want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah let's wow. Do it mm-hmm. it kind of was groundbreaking for 64 to have such an adult themed game. I believe it was originally rated AO, like adults only. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons come out in 2001, which is Capcom made Zelda games. Yeah. Uh, of course, the GBA launches, so you get Castlevania Circle of the Moon. Yeah, it's circle back to the Oracle of Seasons game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really want to talk about that. Yep. <laughs> Is that the first time like Legend of Zelda did sort of what Pokemon does, where they yes. want you to play both games to get different experiences? First and last. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Wow. They even did the red-blue color coding thing. Mm-hmm. That's right. Very clear. I was in Oracle of Ages, kid, and my friend got seasoned, so we were just following what Nintendo told us to yeah. do. Yeah. Um, the, uh, person who made Fable, I believe, uh, designed this game. It's a game called Black and White for the PC. Does anyone remember this game? Black and White? Yeah. Is is that Peter Molyneux? Yeah. Yeah. It's not very good, but boy, do I remember this game all over like the Walmarts and Targets I'd walk into. It was like huge displays for it. It looked so cool. I don't know why. I don't know what about it made me think it was going to be cool, but... Mm -hmm. It really captured my imagination. I don't know. I think it's, I mean, it's pretty well regarded. Is it really? Yeah. I remember thinking it was a pretty good game. I mean, some of the bullet points, the reviews are, it's the sort of game that comes around once every few years and totally changes the gaming landscape. A truly miraculous (laughs) game. I might be dead wrong then. I, for whatever reason, I thought this wasn't well regarded. But I think those are all written by Peter Molyneux, actually. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. You're seeing that now. Yeah. PM is the his little. Um, yeah. I want I want to bring one up that I think we're maybe gonna. Are you going by date or Metacritic score? Just going by date. 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 They Paper Mario yes. comes out for the Nintendo 64, and this is one of those classic like end of the generation mm. for a console an amazing game comes out right and um i don't i definitely played it that year uh and it's like one of my all-timers to this day still i love that 
The first, honestly, I'm one of those like truthers. I only love the first two games, but this one was great. I love, you know, it, it's an amazing game. I actually played it last year uh, during quarantine for the first That's time. Right. Never, never touched a Paper Mario game. Yeah, that was really fun. Uh, Connor, I'm so since you're conflicted on Paper Mario because it's not Mario RPG, and because of that, I just felt like it's no good. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's actually Darn. no good, but I think my yeah. brain went, I can never accept this game because it's not Super Mario RPG. <laughs> That's why I couldn't touch it for years. The exact same reason. Cause I was mm. like, this is not a true RPG. This is like a weird mix up game that I'm not sure how to feel about, but it's, I do think it's very good. I thought it was really fun, but Connor, I know we're about to lose you. Do you want to go through yes. some of the games oh. that you're excited to talk about before you go? Yeah, I'm sure you're going to hit most of the big ones, but I want to do a couple quick shout outs. Um, Mario Tennis for the Game Boy Color. Mm -hmm. I love the N64 version, which I think comes out the same year, but the Game Boy Color one, I don't think gets gets as much praise. It's one of those Camelot RPG sports games. Um, Come on. uh, And I love it. Um, It's it's phenomenal. I'm looking down this list too. Yeah. you're well. This is so funny. I'm seeing here that Lego Island Two, the Brixters Revenge, oh, came out this dude, year. Lego I didn't play Island. that one. Great, I only love the first great, one. Great, great. Yeah. Um, and then boy, we're truly you know saving the best for last. If we're talking about Lego Island in a year like this, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> we're like. <laughs> I'm scrolling through this list. I think you're gonna probably touch on the big ones for me. I was pretty limited on the games that I played, but I loved those that I did. So. Um, yeah. you'll probably talk about Tricky and Tony Hawk three, but those were also some, some enormous ones. Yeah, that was huge. Me. Uh, Tony Hawk yeah. three was like it busting into the next generation, right? Busted. So it was like yeah. Really good yeah. graphics. And it's so know, great. Just unloaded. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but thank you for having me. Uh, I'll keep the stream going and I'll monitor this cool. as I, as I go and fix my sink. But, uh, but yeah, great to see everybody. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks buddy. You betcha. Talk to you soon. Later, dude. See ya. All right. So uh, moving right along, um, if we're kind of just going to focus a little bit on the PS2 stuff here. So uh, Twisted Metal Black comes out mm. this year, which was a game that scared the living daylights out of me for me whatever too. reason. I That campaign like really freaked me out. A there's lot a, of... There's a character who has his eyes and mouth just wired shut mm-hmm. in that game. Yeah, there's a, there's a girl who gets locked into a doll's mask. Yeah, which is there's terrible. a guy who's stuck in his machine axle or whatever. Yes. And he has to be like this yeah. forever. I hate that. And then when when you get damage to his vehicle, his arms come off. Yeah, as they should. I, that's what would happen. There's a guy with clown makeup in that game. <laughs> okay, spooky. Okay, we also of course have uh, what I would describe as what like a murderer's row of PS2 first uh, like uh, first party games. We have Devil May Cry. Mm. Yeah. We have Max Payne. We have Final uh, Fantasy. Also 10. on the Xbox. That I- was also on the Xbox. Yeah, you're right. We have Final Fantasy X. We have Grand Theft Auto Three. We have Metal Gear Solid uh. Two, and we have Silent Hill Two. <laughs> it's just crazy. Wow. It's when I was looking through this list of these games, I was like, this is one of the most unbelievable. You have this year now and it's a banner year. You can't you couldn't believe having this many good games. Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. I mean, you had uh, Konami as a very active development house back then, and they're really they're really contributing hard this year. Metal Gear Solid 2 and Silent Hill 2 are two of the top in that series right yeah. and uh they're the also the best looking games i think the ps2 might have ever had like 
Metal Gear Solid 2, I think, might be one of the best-looking PS2 games ever made. Mm-hmm. Well, you got Final Fantasy X right there as 10's well. also I mean, a very good-looking game, yeah. And yeah. that's a, yeah, that, and that's a f- first fully voice-acted Final Fantasy game as well. I do uh, want to yeah, say... Yeah, I mean... July. Oh, go ahead, July. Uh, the Grand Theft Auto 3 commercial was just burned in my memory <laughs> because it's just like, oh, you get it like, be a part of like the mafia that's what it sounds like it makes you seem like that's what the game is yeah especially because they're playing like a very famous uh opera song to it and uh yeah it just it, and then finally jumping into it it's uh oh that's right yeah the song is like an oh it's like yeah. it's like a opera and there's like yes. yeah okay yeah because the vice city is um gotta get away that that song the right uh, yeah 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 but yeah, wow. it's such a. Uh, I mean, one of the first open world games that I've I've ever played that just is just uh, amazing. Did everyone just play this like when it came out and just was like, "What the fuck!" Like this. Which is- game? Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto yeah. Three. Yeah. I played it at a friend's house because I did not own a That's PlayStation. Right. Yeah. But yes, I mean that game was so massive. It's it's weird. We're talking about all these massive games. I wonder. Wow. I mean, Grand Theft Auto, it felt like everyone was playing Grand Theft Auto. It mm-hmm. was in like every TV, like when someone in a TV show was playing a video game, they were playing Grand Theft yeah. Auto. It yeah. was just everywhere. It was so huge. And everyone was like really going crazy in the sandbox that is Grand Theft Auto, just like with the cheat to get all the guns and fight cops all day. Yeah. It was nuts. So fun. Yeah. I remember Chappelle had that sketch. It came out like that's, oh, yeah. that's so how famous funny. it was. Yeah. It was like where he like he like leaves his apartment like a grand Theft, and the camera swings around like it's yeah. the game. He yeah. captures that walk so great. I know, where he's yeah, just, where he's walking into somebody. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Can I say I want to say about Metal Gear Solid Two? Yeah. Um, I was I was thinking about this the other day. What an incredibly ballsy switch. Yeah to do on their audience. I mean, it's it's weird because part of me hates it uh, and part of me also deeply respects it. You know, it's it's yeah. really ballsy to be like, yeah, that demo, that's all the snake you get, baby. Yeah. Now you're this blonde kid. It's weird. <laughs> it's a weird move. Yeah, I mean, um, I feel like this era though, and and tell me if you guys think I'm I'm wrong, is... Um, you're wrong. Is it's like... Yeah, I'm not sure about it, this. It's a... They did this a lot. Like this was the era to to try stuff like this. Like mm. Silent Hill Two is is also very similar, um, where it's like a game about messing with the player's expectations and messing with the player's head. I feel like Eternal Darkness is another game that comes out for the GameCube that like famously like turns your TV off and stuff. Like it's the, like they're, the very meta games are mm-hmm. starting to come out around this time. Meta narratively, uh, technically meta, like and. Um, that was just sort of what was cool back then, you know, like it was, it, it was like game designers were discovering inventive ways to kind of fuck with the player, uh, in a way that like, I would compare it to like when M night Shyamalan did his twist at the end of Sixth sense, how like every game or every movie was like a mm-hmm. twist ending for a while. That's mm-hmm. sort of how video games were, where every game, like I think, I think it ends finally with like Bioshock. Bioshock is like the last like big, we're fucking with the player and then, and then it just feels trite, I think. 
Oh my god. I just want to talk about Bioshock that ending now for 10 hours, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean after after Bioshock, which I think does a, a marvelous job at it, I think it does um it is sort of try. It's it's hard to do nowadays and and be taken really seriously. It's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, thank you video game. Am I the monster? Great." <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, it is. It's interesting, right? Because you see it more now. You see like what happened with The Last of Us, and that was not received particularly well by a huge portion of the audience. So, unlike yeah, some of these games like Metal Gear Solid, maybe it's just because we didn't have the internet. Maybe if we had the internet around Metal Gear Solid, everything would have been like, "Fuck this! Yeah, I can't yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. believe it! Yeah. Fuck riding!" Yeah, but. Yeah, or I mean, I, I remember thinking it was pretty cool and pretty ballsy that they did that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think that um, at, if we had the internet at the time, they, it would have probably been more like, fuck, ride in, this sucks. But if we had the internet to our perspective into narrative like today back then it would have people just would have made fun of the choice. They would have been like, mm. oh, wow, great. You know, like uh, it would have all just been like sort of ironically slamming Kojima for like, you know, trying something new and bold um how about uh okay so this is kind of a sad thing but we lose uh, the dreamcast this year officially it goes mm. out out of production no more dreamcast i mean never had it so yeah i did have a dreamcast that was one i had oh wow wow so yeah. you didn't you didn't i you didn't uh, consider this though in your pantheon of consoles you had back then. I, you know it didn't it didn't spring to mind until I looked down the list and I saw Fantasy Star Online yeah. as one of the games that came out this year. And boy, we played so much Fantasy did Star. Did you Online. really? You're one yeah. of the few people I know who actually did play that. I knew a couple people in high school, but that was it. Yeah. Yeah. How Loved was it. it? It was, you know, the real, it felt like the really early makings of some sort of like, slightly actiony MMO style game, which is weird because I really don't prefer MMOs at all. Uh, I can't really click with them, but for some reason we were all in on yeah. Fantasy Star. We played so much of it. Yeah. Uh, it's a great game. Also this year, Sonic Adventure 2 comes out and that's... Yeah. Uh, that's which I later played the GameCube uh, version of it. The GameCube version. Yeah, the, the GameCube, the PS2, and the Xbox just eat Sega up at that point. Yeah. And yeah. all of their games end up just flying to those consoles. Um, pretty crazy. So, okay, what else are we looking at here? We got uh, Advanced Wars for the Game Boy Advance. It's like one of the greatest games probably ever made. Yeah. Um, Pikmin for the GameCube also comes out this year. Did anyone play Pikmin? Oh. I never played I never it. never played it. Yeah, I played Pikmin 3 for the Switch. <laughs> so, uh, pretty new pretty new Wii U game port, Wii U port. But um, people do like Pikmin. This is like one of Miyamoto's like pet projects. He loves Pikmin. Uh, how about uh, a little bit of uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron mm. for the GameCube? Wow, this was the first Rogue Squadron? It was actually Rogue... Uh, this is Rogue Leader Rogue Squadron 2. The first Rogue Squadron comes out on the N64. Okay, because, yeah, I was going to say, wow. Yeah, I do remember playing this. Uh, yeah. I really liked those games. Yeah, they're fun, especially this one on the GameCube, I think, looks really nice even to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, looks really, really nice. We have, uh, of course, the great... Um, sorry, I just lost it uh oni musha <laughs> i only bring this up because this was the game i got with my ps2 
Ah, this was. The I think game. that's very common. I remember so many people getting Onimusha. It was a really big early PS2 game. Yeah, I think it looked really good. It was. Uh, readily available <laughs> at stores. <laughs> Boy, it's on the shelf. <laughs> it's on the shelf. So, so that's what we got. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Man, Crazy Taxi. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and Crazy Taxi too. Both of them come out this year. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were like, "This isn't gonna last, guys." Put another <laughs> like, get one him out. out. Another get him one. out. Get him out. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember this game coming out so late, but Mega Man uh, Legends, which is uh, the, the 3D Mega Man, known as Mega Man 64 for N64 uh, mm. uh, people. That game, uh, it's really, really good. It's one of those games that like no one played at the time, but you should you should look at playing it. It's, it's I feel good. like it's, it's one of those games that I think I really should have played. Yes. You know, you look back on a few games, you're like, I really should have taken the time mm-hmm. to play Mega Man Legends. Uh-huh. Everyone loves it. Every time I hear people talk about it, I think it's right up my alley, and I just didn't do it. Yep, and it's arguably too late now, because how would you play it? There's probably no way, to, no way to find it. Oh, that is one piece of news we didn't talk about, but... The one way you could have played it is through the PS3 store, hmm. uh, but that's going away now. Sony uh, destroy is is getting rid of the PSP, PS Vita, and PS3 stores this year. Hmm. Kind of crazy. Uh, okay, so we talked about the death of the Dreamcast. I feel like you're skipping through all the Scooby Doo games that came out this year. I am skipping through them. Did did you have one that you wanted to kind of highlight? No, that's just a <laughs> just an okay. observation. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, definitely def, definitely skipping past some of those. Um, well, how about we do this? How about some top grossing video games of two thousand one? Yeah, yeah, we've, I played uh, definitely one of them. I think. Yeah, we've got uh, Grand Theft Auto three at number one. Mm-hmm, uh, sure. Number two is Madden NFL. No uh, surprise there. Number mm-hmm. three is Pokemon Crystal for the Game Boy Color. Mm. Uh huh. Number four is Mario Kart Super Circuit for the GBA. That's kind of a shock to me. Yeah, I had that for sure. Yeah, uh, I guess that it was that popular. Man, people love Mario Kart. Yeah, Dude, it's crazy. Yeah, I buy every single one that comes out. Me too. So yeah. It was uh, the one for DS when that came out. Huge. Huge. Yeah. That's a, and yeah, good game too. Yeah. Um, Super Mario Advanced is number five, which by the way, like, I'm not like, I, I like the GBA a lot. I, that Super Mario Advanced game is not, I think, is that just because it was the only game that was Mario game that was out? I think that, yeah, yeah, of course, probably, but it's, yeah. it's, they'll it's, always it's, sell a ton of those. It's Super Mario Brothers 2. That's really that's just all it is. Yeah. Am I, am I losing my mind? What's going on here? Uh, Gran Turismo Three is number six. Which boo? I got a boo. I got to throw out a boo for do, some of do, these. Do, well, do I don't know what was happening with Gran Turismo. Why people were into them? Yeah. We got to boo these games. People yeah. I get love, that the cars look nice, but boo. People, people love people racing love, cars. Yeah. People love racing cars. I'll say that I enjoy uh, Forza Horizon. On the Xbox, that's a really great racing game. Isn't it more arcadey? It is. Than it some, is. yeah. It's like let's like let's run my truck through a too. sign. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Remember Beetle Adventure Racing? Did you guys play Beetle Adventure Racing? <laughs> my God, I had this entire bit planned about Beetle Adventure Racing today. I forgot to do it. Anyways, love that game. 
Okay. Oh, sorry we didn't get to hear the bit. Yeah, no, it was good. Uh, okay, for the PS1, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone is number seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Hawk wow. Pro Skater 2 is uh, number eight on the PS1. Yeah. Pokemon Silver on the Game Boy Color is number nine, and Wario Land 4 on the GBA is number 10. Anyone play with the Wario Land games? Pretty no. Good. Pretty good. No. Yeah, pretty good. Sorry, um, Wario. How about some top grossing computer games of 2001? Oh, I feel like there are a few on here that I really love. I mean, yeah, almost all of them I've played and really like. Uh, unfortunately, a ton of them are Sims games, which I do like the Sims, but the Sims is number one. Roller Coaster Tycoon is number two. The best. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, number three is also Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Number four is uh, the Diablo 2 expansion, Lord of Destruction. Uh, number five through seven are Sims expansions. So House Party, Live in Large, and Hot Date. Number eight is just regular base Diablo 2. Number nine is Sim Theme Park, which what came first and which one's better? Roller Coaster Tycoon or Sim Theme Park? Oh my God, are you kidding? You're joking. <laughs> Come on. Roller Coaster Tycoon's a classic video game. Yeah. Sim yeah. Theme Park, I, I don't know if I've ever even heard the name <laughs> yeah. of it. That sounds like now. something you made up, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Age of Empires 2, The Age of Kings is number 10. Wow. And uh, yeah, I mean, with that, I guess we're kind of... At the end here, right? Well, you didn't talk about any of the games I played in 2001, but well, okay. why, go for it. No, please. no, it's fine. Take over. No. What What did you play? No, no, no. I think we're about to hit the two-hour mark. I think it's been <laughs> enough. J- July, if you have a game that you that you played that you want to talk about, now's the time. Okay, Jeremy, you basically won't let him. You won't let me. No, so. I definitely will. I, now the floor is all yours, Mr. Diaz. What What did you play in 2001? something i hinted at earlier in the episode if uh, maybe you fell asleep during the baseball segment of the show wake right up because i was talking about batman vengeance and it is not one of the worst uh, batman games as jeremy was saying earlier it is actually one of the uh, the best batman games ah. it's, it sort of follows the story of um the new adventures of Batman and Robin animated series. It has all the voice actors from that series. Uh, uh, and yeah, it's one of the first like 3D Batman games that makes you actually feel like you're a part of the Batman animated series, which is one of, if not the greatest Batman <laughs> properties ever. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Um, so, did you play anything else besides Batman Vengeance? Yes, I also played <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants Super Sponge for the PlayStation One, and it says here that uh, I mean it's interesting that it didn't uh, appear on the highest grossing list because it says here that it actually um, sold over a million copies in its first week of uh, release. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember get buying this game uh-huh. and beating it in one sitting and then <laughs> and then feeling like I was gypped. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Uh Jake, any other uh gaming memories that you have from two thousand one? Any other games we didn't cover that maybe you were uh you were thinking about? Um Civ three, Civilization three. Yes. I love the Civ games. Yeah. And I think this was kind of my first experience with them. I really, really loved it. 
a friend of mine had the nice PC. Like, really, it was like, who had what? How do we get to their house? Yes. And he had Diablo 2. And man, Diablo 2 was a really amazing game. Yeah, it's great. I think I'm going to buy that uh, remaster or that re that remake of it just because um, I could I could probably see myself getting into that. Probably like playing through that campaign again. Just because yeah, it's well, fun. I wonder what they're going to do with it because three is unbelievably good in my opinion. I know it kind of, there are people who love two and then there are people who love three, but I think three is amazing. Yeah. And they did it so well for every platform that it's on. I'm really interested to see what they do with two to make it super playable, you know, on a console. Yeah. Is that how you'd want to play it on a console? I really prefer console gaming. I've played a lot of PC gaming, uh, you know, play games long time or how, whatever I say, but, uh, I really prefer consoles. I don't know why it's just what I'm, it's just what I like. I like console gaming. I almost always will pick a console unless it's something like you brought up earlier, like Disco Elysium. It just feels like yeah. you need to move a mouse around for that. But in general, I want to play everything on a console. Yeah, I agree. I agree that uh, there are a few games that I think I'd, I, I just make more sense. But if you look at like PC Games Pass right now, it's like it just looks the same for the most mm-hmm. part as console Games Pass. So to me, that what that says is like, I'm going to do this on a controller on my big TV instead of my computer, you know? Um, but that being said, there are still some experiences that I think might be better. And I think this Diablo two, I might try to do on a, a PC, just like old times. Maybe I'll call up Danny Stevenson, the pastor's son at crossroads Bible church. And we'll get back together on a little Diablo two multiplayer. That, that kid, by nice. the way, he used to trick me. He used to be like, okay, we'll trade loot you drop all yours here and i'll drop all mine and then you pick up mine and then i drop mine and he wouldn't drop his and he'd take all my loot remember one time it was so bad my mom had to call his mom and wow. give me give me my loot back i had some rare stuff in there it was it was uh, it was bad i was emotional anyway i had some unscrupulous friends too with diablo stuff my friend noah was really shady yeah. you'd hear something you'd like you'd hear like a bing of a ring drop or something yes. and we'd be like what what was it and he'd be like i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> And we all would be like, man, Noah, what a, what a shady dude. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay guys. Well, what do you think? Long live 2001. We, we miss you. Uh Oh, July. I think you're going to have to host. Uh Oh, well, it seems like uh, Jeremy is, uh, not here in the zoom currently. I don't, I'm, I don't know if we're currently over talking because we are recording separate. Oh, I think he's back. I'm back. Oh, good. I'm back. Good point. I'm back. Okay. So, uh, what I said was, what do you guys think? Are we done? <laughs> Is, um, uh, are we, did we talk about 2001? Uh, no, I think uh, based off of the Zoom cutting out on your end, we definitely should keep going a little bit longer. <laughs> uh, but I just want to mention one last final thing. If we are wrapping up, Luigi's Mansion is something that did That's come right. out this year and you haven't yeah. mentioned. And I feel like that is sort of the touchstones of the GameCube. I think that's one of the bigger uh, first-party Nintendo GameCube games. Yeah. I I also want to shout out Super Monkey Ball. Yes. As Mm. being uh, probably my favorite of the launch titles for the GameCube. Okay, yeah. It's fun. I think that game is infinitely fun. fun. Yeah. It's a fun game. And we didn't talk about Tony Hawk 3, which is a massive game. Yeah. It is good. Yeah, it is really good. Do People like that game the best. A lot of people do. Uh, I... Yeah. 
That's very possible for me. I'm a, I'm a two guy. I'm a two person myself. I don't really understand the three thing. Although I'm th- sure if I replayed three, I'd, I'd remember more about it. But to me, all the maps, when I think of Tony Hawk, it's everything mm-hmm. is two. Yeah. Three, three had the yeah. revert, which was pretty huge. Yeah. yeah. So. I think for the GameCube version, you can, you can play as Wolverine. That was pretty cool. Mm. And you Darth can, Maul. Yeah, Darth Maul. Oh, yeah. Soul Calibur came out. Wait, did Soul Calibur come out? Oh, Soul Calibur 1 was already out. That was a 99 game, I think. Then never mind. That's a great then game, Then never though. mind. That's a great game. I think maybe next year, the 2002, is when Soul Calibur 2 comes out. Mm-hmm. It has okay. Link and Spawn and... Uh, oh. from, from how how awful, like... <laughs> Compared, you you can either get Link or Spawn, <laughs> the movie Britney Spears wants to see. Like I can't think of, I can't think of a worse character oh. instead of Link. Yeah, if um, only they were in the same game. Those two yeah. duking it out. Spawn, Spawn and Link. Spawn is in like I want to say it's the new Mortal Kombat game, like he Mortal is. Kombat Eleven. And yeah. he needs to be in Smash. Put him in Smash. Put him in Smash. Put Spawn and Smash. All right. Well, that's going to do it for Video Games, a comedy show. Uh, that was the year 2001. Thank you guys so much for joining me on this. This was a lot of fun. Like, I love taking these little time time trips, these little time uh, going back in time and kind of kind of sitting in a year for a little bit. It feels good. It feels like uh, I've made peace with it. I never have to look back at it again. Well, we should maybe never forget this year. No, I've, I've already, I'm already starting to forget. My memory is already starting to fade away with the memories of these great games and nothing else. July, where can people find you on the internet? You can listen to my podcasts, Inside Video Games and Gaming, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> and uh, Jake, where can people find you? Uh, at Jake Sprague on Twitter, Spraggles on YouTube. YouTube's where I'm kind of doing all my gaming stuff right now. So head over, check it out, subscribe. I would love it if you did that. Absolutely. Some good stuff on there. Uh, also, July has a fantastic episode that you can find of his show that's exclusive to our Patreon, patreon.com slash supernpcradio. Um, talking all about Persona 5. Uh, yes. We took were... him a long time to edit, I, I, I imagine. Uh, yeah, almost uh, eight hours editing process there. But if you listen Whoa, to it, you will enjoy it because it does have a lot of, maybe too many references to Persona 5. <laughs> okay, great. I love that. Um, so yeah, if you want to hear uh, more content like this, uh, ad-free or bonus shows, uh, please go to patreon.com slash supernpcradio. We have a current um, a series running right now called The Legend of Zelda Games Club. Where me and Connor kind of split all of The Legend of Zelda games in half, and we are doing full-scale deep dives into each one of them in chronological order. Um we're going to have a lot of great guests. It's going to be a really good time. Uh, so, I yeah. I have a question about that. Yeah. When it is, has the Zelda Games Club officially started? It has officially started, yes. Okay. Yeah. It started literally today as of this recording. Uh, I see. Because well, we- I mean, two weeks ago, we had a little episode zero, like, mm. little, like, hey, we're doing this, and here's why we like Zelda. Got it. Me and Connor did. But then today's a, the episode we released today was like a reissue of a breath of the wild episode that he did once mm. before but it was so intensive and thorough and had so many guests on it like mikey stevens heather woodward and nick limone were all on it so we just re-released that and we're like we're gonna start fresh 
in two weeks. Got so. it. So you won't be covering Breath of the Wild again because you already did it. No, no. Okay, because no, that is one of the games I did want to cover. So, well, maybe you and I can have a private bonus conversation about Breath of the Wild because I wasn't on that episode either in July and kind of pissed. So, how about we play that we episode it? and comment and do and commentary over it? Yeah, yeah, do commentary. On I would mind that. Fun. I wouldn't. That's, that's a fun idea. That's a good idea. Let's July. do that. All right, sounds good. So, uh, yeah, you can check. I'll out. comment on that then. <laughs> if we all are yeah. picking something, I'll do the commentary on that. All right, commentary. that sounds good. Yeah. Um. So we'll. Uh. Yeah. So yeah. Uh. You can find all that stuff again on Patreon. It's uh. It's a lot of fun, and you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. Uh. Thank you so much for listening. I do have one last thing to plug. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did release a special bonus episode of my show going and deeping and diving into the Wii Shop channel. And uh, it was released on April 1st. No need to look into why that was. Uh, just listen to it. Okay, great. Sounds sounds really fun. I definitely want to check that out. I'll be checking that one myself. Please. All right, cool. And with that, we will see you next time.